What is the Sinisterhood live show like? You're about to hear it. We recorded this episode at Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas, and had a blast. We also had a special audience participation portion at the end, where I busted out my gavel and ruled as Judge Christie on the grievances of wronged audience members. If you couldn't make it to any of our live shows, you can still catch us on our Patreon, where you can chat with us on our monthly Q&As and enjoy live stream performances of our bonus content each month on Crowdcast. You'll also get tons of extra bonus content, including behind-the-scenes tour videos showing us visiting some of the spots we covered on tour. Head to SinisterHood.com and click Patreon in the top banner to check it out today. Don't forget to stick around after the show this week to hear your Patreon shoutouts. We hope you enjoy the show. Thanks for listening, and keep it creepy. For this ad break, we want you to take a break. Unclench your jaw, relax your shoulders, and take a deep breath. Sometimes we all need a reminder to take a little time for ourselves, and Calm can help. We're partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. Clear your head with guided daily meditations, improve your focus with Calm's curated music tracks, and drift off to dreamland with Calm's imaginative sleep stories. And if you go to calm.com slash creepy, you'll get a limited time offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming and new content is added every week. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds. Sleep more, stress less, live better with Calm. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering a limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash creepy. Go to calm.com slash creepy for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Engineers study for years to gain the skills necessary to build impressive roadways. But what if, instead of school, they caught on for help from a much darker place? Was this architectural feat created by the hands of mere mortals? Or did Lucifer himself help craft the expanse that leads straight to hell? Tonight's episode is The Devil's Bridge. Uh, fills with dread probably a murderer who wants you dead it could be a ghost a demon or worse perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse it's hopeless you're doomed you'd call a priest if you could you'd rather just listen to who sinister Thank, Thank you, so, you much. so much. Hello, oh. San Antonio. How are y'all? Well, this is embarrassing. I have to turn my laptop on. So let's talk about what we did today. <laughs> I also just realized I have a peppermint in my mouth. So isn't that professional? Uh, yeah, we're consummate professionals. Um, How no. is everybody? Yeah. yeah. Woo! How are y'all doing? Oh, awesome. We just flew in today. We did? Uh, are our arms tired? Jesus. I'm sorry. I'll Let's go. not get off on that foot. Um, we did, and we drove straight to the, the Devil's Bridge. Devil's Bridge. <laughs> when you rent a car, they don't go like, what are you going to do with this car? Because uh, I would have been like, ghost hunt. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to try to hunt ghosts in the middle of the day, uh, which is always the best time to hunt ghosts. That's when they're out. They say 3 a.m., but 
It's 3 p.m. Yeah, it was 3 p.m. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we will talk about our adventure there. And oh, yes. Oh, yes. If we saw anything, we definitely saw some dogs. We did. Some very cute that, chihuahuas. That were trying to alert us to something. I feel like if I was... A ghost in that area, I would be scared off, though, because those dogs are just like... Hey, that's why they have them. They're their protectors. That's right. They keep the yeah, ghosts. The red, they keep you from the ghosts. Right there. We also... Um, if y'all listened to... Was it Polybius? Yes. Where we talked about uh, my fear of when we go to, like... Um, uh, park and you and you park like what I fear is going to happen based on like accidentally tapping the brake lights. Nobody here is listening. Okay, to listen. Polybius. She she seems to think that a brake tap doesn't mean I'm going to stop my car. It means y'all want to f and the b. <laughs> I don't know why I'm censoring I heard this us a long like time we don't. Ago, it's some kind of urban legend. <laughs> is it? I don't, I, or it's not, and that you just do. <laughs> but uh, so there were like some. We parked next to some old people, and Heather's like, "What do you think they're doing?" I'm like, "They're finger banging." <laughs> why That's else do you come to a, a nature reserve at 3 p.m. on a what's today? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. On a Tuesday to yeah. finger bang. <laughs> and I like when he left. He had, he kind of, and I filmed all this too, because I was like filming the bridge for, I was like, it'll be good, like establishing shots. And I was like, I think I just saw escape from a crime because he went to turn (laughs) and I was like, oh, maybe he's in the way. And then he just ran up on a curb. And you know, you have that option like where you could, you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'll just reverse and nobody will notice. He was like, he just kept going. He was like, I will, I'm going to lean in. And it was, I mean, he definitely damaged his car. It was so loud. Like we were on. Probably thirty feet from each other, and we both turn around just to be like, "Is he? He's going for what it? It's happening!" Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "I'm not here to judge all San Antonians by his driving, because out by the Devil's Bridge, there's all these speed bumps." And when we were going there, I was very cautiously going over the speed bumps. And then there are people that are straight up just swerving around speed bumps, which I didn't know is a thing you could do. Very impressive. It was like fucking Fast and the Furious out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but then I was all shit talking. I was like, oh, everyone's so wild. And then I was just flooring it. And Chrissy's like, there's a bump, there's a bump. And I was like, this Hyundai Elantra is going to soar. <laughs> so I was like, this is why people come out here to party. Because yeah. <laughs> then we also had a bit of an incident in the parking garage at the hotel okay don't let's just just we don't need the evidence <laughs> that can be my judge christy grievance for later oh, okay, okay that can be your grievance. if you okay. scuff a thing it doesn't count as a thing, crashing a car another person's it. vehicle all right well we checked it and it was, it was fine. fine don't it throw me fine. under the bus it was totally fine it was totally fine we went back around it wasn't this parking garage it was somewhere else <laughs> it's just you guys were like son of a bitch when you get back out to your car it was heather it was but heather, we, she reversed sure. and we were like and she She's like, did I just hit that? I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll turn around. I'm like, yeah, like five people just saw that. I wasn't fleeing the scene. I was moving to a safe place (laughs) and waiting for the witnesses to disperse. And then I went back and checked, and everything was fine. It was fine. It was like a gigantic truck. It It didn't even make literally not even a dent. No, not at all. All that to be said, people here drive wild i mean it's all of texas i'm not judging san antonio because we live in dallas and oh, it yeah. is the it's indy 500 show. everywhere you go mm-hmm. yeah everywhere you go mm-hmm. uh but we love it so far i will say so i'm glad to see there's a jim adler building here because the texas hammer i mean he's he's everyone's like god oh, is yeah. with you everywhere i'm like jim adler is with you everywhere he's a uh and but then there's this, this guy on some billboards you guys have named jeff who sticks his fingers out 
I okay. His phone number. He's a personal injury lawyer. His what phone number. We all know it. Four 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 four. That's why he does it. Just keep punching the fours. But the finger thing. If you're holding up four it's fingers like, to say like what like oh how many is in your party and you go like oh four or like four he's like four they come out like Freddy Krueger's claws yeah. and I think it's, it's like an, an Illuminati four. he's like signaling to some if you call that four 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 they'll be like were you in an accident or are you calling about the meeting <laughs> <laughs> and you're like the meeting <laughs> uh, so he was yeah I love, I'm, I need to call that number later and see if Jeff likes to the get, party to get to the bottom of oh Jeff party <laughs> you can <For> tell. sure. <laughs> All yeah, anybody time. with that finger's out is like, hey, girl, yeah. <laughs> call me. <laughs> yeah. We also missed our flight today, and that was on me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was all on me. Um, if you have listened to any of the shows over the past six months, my driver's license has been expired for quite some time. <laughs> and uh, it, I, it's a constant problem in TSA. I mean, they should pull me over. Yes. But also, I was like... I have 10 minutes to, you're going to have to wait for security, ma'am. It's like, I have 10 minutes to get to my flight. We don't care. You're going to have to wait for security. Meanwhile, I'm like, it's Southwest. I'll just change it to another flight. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, there's no change fees. I was like, but we have to do it before 10 minutes. Oh, we got a Southwest employee? Hey. Nice. All right. I like that the announcements, too, they're like, if it's your 10-minute warning, we're canceling your tickets right now. And I'm like, you know what? As an on-time person, I respect that. I don't want my flight to be delayed because some lunatic is having it out with a TSA supervisor. But when you are traveling with that person. Yes. You appreciate I was the ability. Very respectful. <laughs> no, I know. I know of I the know. woman, she goes, "Where's your life?" Every time, every time they berate me, and I'm like, "I don't need a lecture. Just do what you got to do and let me go." Don't and license like, shame me. Where's your other license? I go, "I don't have one." <laughs> well, this one. What, what have you been doing? I was like, "There's a six month um, waiting period at the DMV in Dallas." Uh, this is almost three years expired. Well, I fucking know that, but there's still a six month. Also, we had a pandemic and I had a baby and I was bitten by a poisonous spider. So there's a lot that's been going on. And it, it's funny to me though, to be like, where, so did you choose to bring the expired one? Yeah, you, no, like yeah. I left a good one in the safe. This is my traveling license. So you can shred it. It's fine. The I've numbers decided don't work. I'm going to start saying this. I decided this when I was standing there today, I'm going to go. I've had some personal problems. <laughs> Do you want to see a photo and of then my spider bite? Like, how can you argue with someone that says True. that? You don't so, know. Yeah. It I'm could make be... them feel real awkward and uncomfortable for trying to lecture me about it. <laughs> trying to shame me. Mm-hmm. They license shamed you. I mean, it's been two years, but it's fine. You're working on it? They're working you. on yes. it? Yes. I, I am kind of working on it. Yes. You keep saying at some point you want to make a reservation to go. And to me, it's, a, it's the thought that counts, right? Thank it's not the actions that you make or fail to make. You know make. what? Had we not missed that flight and got on the later one, we would not have had the very funny flight attendant that was like, he had bits, you guys. Like, he had like a tight 15, not even a tight five. Oh, and yeah. he, oh man, he had that plane in stitches. He did. And then the, the captain goes, You ever think about doing stand up? And he goes, I'm more of a lay down kind of guy, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> it's like, Love you. Love you. Yeah. Christy was telling about a palm reading experience, and she was like, and then the palm reader said, and he was like, what did he say? <laughs> he was, like, very into it. And then he, when he was doing, like, well, the air mass deploys, like, and then if we, you know, if we got, got to get in the water, well, 
good luck and thanks for choosing Southwest. I was like, you know what? I appreciate that because we are all fucked. <laughs> Fuck let's, not, <laughs> let's not try to pretend like we're all going to survive that. Also, so just be <laughs> honest about it. From Dallas to San Antonio, what water are we going to? It's just rocks <laughs> all the way. I mean, you have to say that, but the life jacket's not going to save you. If we if you land on that body of water, pop. we've gone far afield yeah. of where we needed to be. Something's way wrong. It's yeah. way worse. Yeah. Well, more. you know, there was a tiny little creek running under the devil's bridge oh we saw it on one so, side i like a bridge that's like half of its water and it's just grass on the other side so, <laughs> so you're gonna jump pick. how did that stop where did it go that's it's a portal to hell <laughs> that's where the water goes it rushes down portal. it's gone damn now we know that's why you're oh, I'm, gonna of your, I'm gonna take out this peppermint in front of all your you guys peppermint out so that's happening i'm not even gonna try to hide it i mean this is a live show a lot of stuff gets not a lot but we do you know if there's like stumbles or something you know you fart on the mic whatever i'm just kidding uh mostly like we take it out and when we're recording and no but if we burp or whatever like mess up you know we'll say make christy makes a note and says tommy edit it out this is you hit it we hit it raw with you guys you go live raw dogging it tonight you guys all of it all of it so yeah dirty yeah get it dirty dirty. san antonio (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, everybody says Big D for Dallas, which I think that's, if you have to brag about it, probably not, right? But what, um, what's like y'all, what's the slogan what's here? What's y'all's thing here? Everybody's silence. No, nobody has one? San Antonio, you're here now, so thanks for that. Just welcome aboard. Yes, San Antonio, real fast. Yeah, fast and furious, San Antonio it. style. Love it. Well, we're glad to be here regardless of the nickname. Hell yeah, big, big Antonio. Antonio. I like that. Yeah, if big you said a. you got a big A, yeah, big, big A and the big A, big D. Are you a D or an A kind of gal? <laughs> we all we all have a preference. We know. More of a D kind of gal, but I'll check out the A if I need. You know, see yeah. what you're working with. You can't always see the D very well on first blush. Well, I mean, if you can, then you know. <laughs> then you don't need to look at the A. You're a keeper. You're yeah, good to go. yeah. You don't gotta worry about it. Well, uh, are you ready to get into it? I think so. Yeah, let's do it. Tex-Mex, the Riverwalk, Fiesta, Texas, and, of course, the Alamo. Ask anyone what San Antonio is known for, and chances are they will rattle off a similar list. However, a darker and less talked-about accolade is that San Antonio is considered by many to be the most haunted city in Texas. It is here at 2454 East Ashley Road, near the Mission San Juan, that a bridge thought to be built by the devil himself stretches ominously across the road, lying in wait. It's also around a curve. Two curves. So many curves. (laughs) Today, we were driving and Heather's like, God damn it, this whole city's just angles. And we're just like... Constant, and then like later, she's like, "Oh, we're just driving in a big circle. The city's a whole circle." I was like, "How can it be an angle and circle? It's like <laughs> you have to pick one of them." I don't know. There, were, the Google Maps things. It, it looked like a Pythagorean theorem to get back on the highway. And Chris, he's like, "Where are you going?" Because I was going. I turned to go like the opposite way we were going. I was like, "I, I think the freeway. I don't know." It the is. Flight uh, here was very rough, and I get motion sick real bad. So I. For real, I almost threw up on the plant. The whole time, I was just like, oh, it's God. My, you know, I've tried to fall asleep listening to my audiobook, and it's a nice, soothing voice. And I just look over, and Chris, he's like, <gasps> and I, was like I had my head on the seat in front of me. I was like, oh. The guy next to me was a teddy bear, and he was just, whether he wanted to cuddle with me or not, we were. And so we were, we were cozy, real cozy, and she was just like, oh. Like, and I was like, you okay? I was like, oh, I don't know. I had like eight cups of coffee before we got on this flight, and it's real, it's real rocky. But back. then we got in the car, and it's just, 
Yeah, she kept going, like, are you okay? You go, are you okay? Like, as in, like, which is like a not want to say, what, are, you're bad at driving. Are you paying attention to the road? Is everything okay? She kept saying, like, I was having some issue that was causing me to swerve around. And I go, this, the way the, this is the way the roads are driven, man. Like, they're drawn this way. Are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, all right, well. <laughs> Heather won't let me drive because of my license. <laughs> It's a whole thing in Colorado. I, I wanted to drive. She's like, we can't. If we get pulled over, you're going to jail. I was like, I don't think I'll go to jail. She I'll probably say, get a ticket. You say it like I'm the one that's like, I actually don't accept expired licenses. But it's the <laughs> it's the rental car and the insurance company that have like kind of the, they're finicky a little bit sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> well, for decades, ghost hunters have made their way to the Devil's Bridge in search of paranormal encounters. Tales of white misty clouds, EVP recordings of disembodied voices, and the smell of sulfur are common. When director of San Antonio Ghost Hunters, John Delgado, visited the bridge in 2012, he had an electrifying experience, according to the Texas A&M San Antonio News. I held a dowsing rod session, and in the video you can see the sparks of energy. There was a lot of spiritual energy out there. He utilized an audio recorder to try and make contact with spirits through electronic voice phenomenon, or EVP. The results were overwhelming. We caught a lot of EVP out there. So many, we just threw some of them out and kept the good ones. <laughs> In fact, the bridge is such a source of paranormal activity. Delgado told the paper that it's one of his primary training grounds for new recruits. There's just a lot going on out there. <laughs> What a flex to be like, we got so many ghost voices, we don't even need half of these. Delete, delete. <laughs> and the ghost is like, I wanted to make contact. <laughs> like, he was like, be more prominent. Clearer. Yeah, Nobody can more. understand your mumbles. <laughs> so sad. That's how you get the ghost to follow you home, because they're like, sir, excuse me. <laughs> I had something to say. We took an EVP recorder. It's a, um, I bought a spirit box. Yes. Off of Amazon after. If you need something to do, you just go on to the paranormal equipment review pages on the Amazon and you get some hot takes. Yes. You think Christy has hot takes? Not like ghost hunters. I'll tell you, the other day, <laughs> Tommy, I go, you know who's a real insufferable bunch? Ghost hunters. And, and I then, stand by it. I stand by it. And then I come to her and I go, guess what I bought? It's <laughs> like... I spent $90 of our money. Yeah, but then, but then we get there to the bridge, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. And she we goes, were, no, we heard something. I don't know how this works. And okay. I was like, did you read the instructions? No. I'm like, and then, so we Google it, and she's like, oh, shit, we need a screwdriver. I'm like, well, now we can't use this, because <laughs> we spent 90 bucks and didn't read the instructions on how to use this. But to be fair, yeah, the guy said you have to, like, I found a YouTube video. I, I listened to everything on, like, two, two and a half times speed. Oh, my God. And Christy was going, oh, she had her ears plugged. And she goes, is this what you listen to things on? I said, this is what the inside of my brain sounds like. And she goes, God help you. <laughs> right. But, he, yeah, he said you got to crack it open, do some stuff. I didn't do any of that, so I turned it on, though, and we heard a voice. So it was crackling, <laughs> it was crackling, kind of shh, shh, you know, because it's going through all the different things. And it's like, did you ever know that you're my hero? Bette Midler. Who knew that Bette Midler not only has left this realm, but is <laughs> at the bridge. under the bridge at 
in San Antonio near the Mission San Juan. We, uh, you know what? She couldn't get to a beach. What's the next this thing? That's right. A, a, a half-dried creek, a creek that just stops <laughs> and weeds at some point. Yeah, that, the rest of the day, though, I'm just like, you are the wind beneath my... I can't stop. The whole concept of the spirit box is that you... Don't explain it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> you didn't make it. You did buy it. That, that, After I read the reviews. <laughs> that it plays... Like radio stations, it like quickly circles through radio stations. So between Heather listening to this guy talk at two and a half speed and like just constant radio things going, I was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta like take me, devil. It was too much for me. She was like, they say you can't hear a rock. I'm gonna jump over the side. I, can I'm you like, hear my body as it thuds into the ground because I'm about you'd to be fine. It's like eight feet. Through. Yeah, I would. It would. I may have like sprained my ankle. But it like goes through radio stations really quickly, and then in between the stations, the ghost voices are supposed to pop out at you, so you can hear what they're trying to say. They were trying to tell us that we're the wind beneath their wings. Yeah. So message received, you guys. Message received. It was. According to Ghost City Tours, one group of friends was scared off the bridge after bringing a Ouija board with them in hopes of contacting whatever force haunts the bridge. After hearing the mewing of cats, the scared crew began smelling a distinct stench of rotten eggs, Mm -mm. a smell commonly associated with a demonic presence. They saw a figure lurking in the bushes that suddenly began to scream at them. This didn't drive them off right away, surprisingly. The group had enough time to watch their Ouija board spell out Murder X before finally getting frightened enough to run back to their car to leave. Okay. (laughs) There's just, you know, when you hear somebody tell you, like, this horrifying thing happened to me, by the time you get to the end of their story, there's like eight different times they could have left. Yeah. I would have left. First of all, don't bring a Ouija board anywhere, much less a haunted bridge. And then you start to hear cats. Okay, fair enough. We heard chihuahuas. It's like roughly equivalent. I brought a spirit box and heard chihuahuas. So check, check. We're not that far different than these people when you break it down. If you start smelling a bunch of rotten eggs. Well, I mean, we went to talk. Where was what it? What was it? What's it called? Teco Velo? Teco. That's the one. Teco Molina. We ate the whole bowl of bean dip. So. <laughs> Fair assessment that that could be possible, but that way you might go, well, this is over. Well, this is more than usual, you know, that you might want to go. <laughs> but then if you see a figure in the bushes, I don't know if it's like a ah, scream or like a, what the hell are you doing here? Scream. Either one. You're, I'm gone. That's when I leave. That you don't, would be my breaking point. Yeah. Don't go back to the Ouija board and be like, what does it mean? <laughs> but then what does it mean? Murder X? They're like, what does the X marks the spot? You better get murdered the fuck out of there. Somebody is hollering at you from their bushes. Their house is right yeah. there. There, were, there was a house right, you know. And Heather goes, you know, these people are so tired of, the, of these fucking idiots coming over here throwing rocks over this bridge. Hucking rocks and holding out your board. I had four rocks, so I'm one of them. And I was just hucking them over <laughs> trying to see if we, we heard all of them. Yeah, it's, they plopped right in the water. It's all fun and games for us to read about people that are ghost hunters. And then we're like, well, it's fools. Anyway, so we went and did this exact same thing today. <laughs> you won't believe what happened. <laughs> it's not lost on me. No, no, no. A different ghost hunter also suffered a foul stench after seeing a glowing white mist okay. <laughs> near the end of the bridge, according to Ghost City. The witness said he and his companion smelled the strong stench of rotten eggs, just sulfur, just putrid, man. We, we had the windows up and the AC on. I didn't think we could smell something so strong outside the car. Leaving the scene was not enough. It was about three miles before the stench finally wore off. It was really bizarre. 
I mean, get their windows rolled up. We've all been there, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's been times I'll be like, babe, did you just fart? And he, sometimes it's like, no, it's just Dallas because our city smells like garbage. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's just like all the time. I like, don't have an explanation for it. <laughs> Big D is just a big garbage pile. <laughs> but then other times it's like, well, like a few minutes ago. I'm like, a few minutes ago? It lingers. Three miles. Oh, man. It's a three-miler. Sorry, babe. It's a three-miler. <laughs> we have the AC on. <laughs> so I can help you. I'm not going to save you. <laughs> um, yeah. Those that come upon the bridge after the sun goes down report a darkness so deep that the beams of flashlights and headlights are lost after a few feet, making it impossible to see what lies ahead. The excessively dark nature of the bridge has caused non-supernatural horrors as well. On March 7, 1965, Victoria Ann Broussard was riding in the car with her husband, Al, when the pair crashed into the bridge's guardrail. According to the San Antonio Express, the right front of the car was crushed. A patrolman on the scene told reporters that after the crash, Al admitted to police he simply did not see the bridge. His wife was pronounced dead on arrival at the hospital just after midnight. Her body was buried the following week, but it's said her spirit never left the bridge. You're just driving along, and a bridge pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's a curve, and there's one street lamp I recall seeing. Which looked like it could have been new. So even if, you know, you don't believe in ghosts, that's fine. Write your city councilman <laughs> and you have You need them. some more lights out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one, for one, you're driving in a fucking zigzag yeah. everywhere. You and need you can't more do anything about there. that. It's too late. Those roads are paved. People live around there. But something... <laughs> There's always something to be done. There's always some, There's a little airport there. We saw a tiny little plane taking off. So many planes. Stinson, 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 Stinson airport. airport. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> see, that would have been edited out, but it's Sometimes not it going just, to be. The script scrolls Sometimes away. it just... It, where's our spirit box? <laughs> Bet Midler save us. <laughs> Legend says that if you throw a rock over the edge of the bridge, you won't hear it land in the water below. Uh, I will tell you right now, that's not true. <laughs> Instead, the spirits that surround the bridge will catch it before you ever hear the splash. They were busy today. <laughs> One of these spirits is believed to be a young girl named Maddie, eager for a playmate. Others have reported seeing the ghosts of indigenous people and those that lost their lives during the Spanish, Spanish Inquisition. Rock throwers also report feeling an overwhelming presence while on the bridge and the feeling that they're being watched. I felt like we were being watched by the people that kept telling her chihuahua to stop barking at us, and I apologized to them. <laughs> I felt so bad. Or the man that turned around and just went for wrecked. it. Just <laughs> super wrecked. Like, over, like, five feet of curb. You said if you tap your brake lights, that means someone wants to bud funk. Mm. So what did he, what was he trying to say to us? <laughs> I think he, they were finished, and they were just trying to get... You gotta go shower after that, but so I was. So you had walked ahead because you were like you had. I was. It was very muggy today. It was toasty, warm. And yeah. You had a long sleeve shirt and jeans on. So, mm -hmm. but so you were pretty far ahead, and then before the crash guy pulls out, another car pulled out and just honked at me and started doing one of these. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I got picked up on that bridge. <laughs> People said it's the bridge to hell. I think I could have had a ride to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> that Jeep, that Jeep Cherokee, <laughs> could have jumped in the Jeep. You know what? I was wearing a, like a three-quarter length uh, T-shirt and oh. jeans and white sneakers. 
Well, and you had on a cardigan. So yeah. you know what? If they wanted to pick us up, yeah. looking the way we did, drenched in sweat, yeah. with a handful of rocks. Yeah, if you want a moist girl in a live, laugh, <laughs> live, laugh, lurk shirt, right here. Pull that Jeep over, baby. Yeah. Mopping in the back. Hopping in. One commenter on the site, Alamo Haunts, claims the stories surrounding Devil's Bridge go back at least to the 1980s. I grew up in the south side of San Antonio, and I can tell you, all the places we went to this bridge, it was by far the creepiest. What most people don't know is that in the 80s, before it was all blocked off, was that it was a major attraction for rebellious teens and attracted everything from devil worshippers to really dangerous people. Oh my, so what, so the devil worshipers assume, if we're going off of the, my hometown of Mesquite, Texas definition of devil worshipers, which was like, they blamed anything. If you, there was a skateboard in the street. There was devil worshipers. Devil worshipers. The trash doesn't come, you know, the trash collectors don't come on. They're like, devil worshipers got it. They're using it for a ritual. They have to keep it out there. Your newspaper's missing. They're like, devil worshipers got it. So, but they blame like a lot of people, like any, you know, any dangerous things going on, any like uh, vandalism that happened. And so I love that this person was like, well, there's devil worshipers and then worse people. <laughs> it's worse. And also dangerous. And this may have just been you, but it's capitalized. Yes. No, they capitalized it. <laughs> they were like capital D dangerous. <laughs> so, you know, the big D is for dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Not all teenagers were scared off by the bridge's creepy reputation. A Facebook commenter named Greg J. replied to a video of Devil's Bridge, saying, We used to party on that bridge when I was in high school. (laughs) The ghost may not be the scariest part of the bridge, given what another commenter named Carlos R. confessed. I jumped that bridge with my Camaro back when I was in high school. (laughs) At the time, it was closed, but there was no barricades. (laughs) It was a real stupid move. LOL. <laughs> okay, seeing seeing the bridge. Don't I don't how could you have jumped it? It's it's like ten feet down on either side. I think he meant like jumped. So okay, so the bridge he caught air going over just I think driving so. normal. Like it was it's short enough to walk, but too long to jump with a Camaro. <laughs> Unless it's like a mystical Camaro? I don't, I don't know. Because get, you're going to be coming around the curve. You got to get speed. Yeah, you then, can. What, I guess you got to go up a ramp. Unless he's on a ramp, there's no way he's jumping. We have that. a Fonzie shark situation going on. We don't. It's <laughs> something happened here. Carlos, I don't think Carlos would just go on Facebook comments and lie. And and lie about his Camaro. I'm not here the to Camaro impute. that he 1,000% still has he still in has his garage. Camaro. And then he takes ta- up girls at like a billiard hall and be like, see this baby? Jumped a bridge in yeah. it once. And I imagine it looks like it's He lost his virginity in that Camaro. <laughs> yes. He, his wife had their first baby in that Camaro. He drove away from the courthouse after she divorced him in that Camaro. Yeah. He got that Camaro in the divorce. <laughs> that was, was the only thing. He's like, I don't want our kids. I just want yeah. the Camaro. I don't want the house. <laughs> just I'm not my sharing baby. custody of this with you. Hell no, it's a Camaro, we baby. We in high school hung out, as I've said before, at a place called The Pipe, <laughs> which <laughs> rings true a lot of, it may have well have been a devil's bridge, but it was a yeah. long pipe. But I mean, all we did was go out there and smoke weed and drink. But... Um, no one ever tried to jump it, probably because it was over like a 20-foot ravine. Oh, yeah. No, that's safe. That's but I safe. did fall off of it one time. Oh, God. I landed in a tree. <laughs> what was beneath this My friend pipe? had to pull me up. Yeah. It was, you know. 
But weed I think, in the uh, late '90s was different than it okay is now. marijuana plants. Is that what you're discussing? Yes. Okay, I've learned so many things. <laughs> I didn't know that apparently some type of marijuana plants are grown upside down. And that's not good. And it makes it... I haven't tasted it, but I heard some people discussing it. it. Who discussed it? Well, after you cut them, you turn them upside down so all the stuff falls to the bottom. Apparently, it's called... It varies wherever you're from. But uh, friends in Dallas have said it's called skank. (laughs) You guys, were they they messing with me? Is that not a thing? (laughs) Fuck. Skank? I'm like the most gullible person, regardless. And then this Heather is... referred to edibles as marijuana chews earlier. <laughs> so um, there's skunk weed. Skunk? Maybe that's what it was. Skunk is like bad, just like bad weed. Or did I point at the weed and go, "What's that?" And they was like, "Skank," and it was like, <laughs> "Should have left." That was mean. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, so much we to love learn. you so much. So much to learn. <laughs> Self-described ghost hunter Joe, just Joe, that's it, shared his investigation from 2015 on hauntedplaces.org. I went there with fellow ghost hunters and recorded an EVP. I introduced myself and I asked, who are you? I got a voice to respond, Melvin. (laughs) Also, when we were winding up, I recorded another voice that said, I'm here. I later recorded that same voice at another haunted location here in San Antonio. Okay, here's my question. Do ghosts, like, move around, but they say the same thing? Like, how do you know, like, oh, this is the same ghost that I recorded that said, I'm here, which seems like a basic ghost thing to say, at another location? We learned at the Stanley Hotel that when you die... That's true, we did. (laughs) Whatever you've been taught in church, your family, your culture, narratives in your life, it's a lie. Elizabeth... The ghost tour guide at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, told us that when you die, your ghost can be any age you want to be and can go anywhere you want to go. <laughs> so I suppose you could say anything you want to say, and that would include the same thing wherever you went. That's true. And you could go multiple places. That's true. And if you found a ghost hunter, we always talk about who we would haunt if we were a ghost. I would fuck with people, especially a ghost hunter. Yeah. Whispering one side, then the other, then Zach the other. Bagans. You're just going after Zach Bagans? Every time. I like that Melvin was like, Melvin... Like, who are you? Not like, I'm the ghost that haunts this bridge. He's like, Melvin, I live here. What? <laughs> what do, what what do, do you want? want? Everybody keeps coming around asking about stuff. They're like, how did, Melvin, how did you get here? He's like, I jumped this bridge with my Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm here forever. They're like, but you can go anywhere when you're a ghost. He's like, I know, and I, I know. chose here. <laughs> I'm in my Camaro. I, my Camaro died that same night. That's right. We're both <laughs> the here. The ghost of his Camaro. <laughs> A a woman named Raquel also shared her eerie experience on the site. I've been to Devil's Bridge. It's super scary. There's a road kind of like parallel to it, and you don't know it's a road until you see all these cars coming down it or or like exiting because there are no lights out there. But back to the bridge. I I threw a rock, and I heard nothing. And so I ran back to my car. It was super freaky. (laughs) Again, having seen the bridge, there's... Not a road that's parallel. So here's what I've learned. I joined the group called Haunted San Antonio. <laughs> oh, anyone else here remember? All right, it's okay. on Facebook. Connect it's a, after it's a the Facebook show. group. It's very exclusive. There's two questions. It says, "Are you going to be nice in this group?" 
That's important. And I said, yeah, of course. Um, it didn't say, are you going to talk about it on a comedy show? Um, and also, like, do you believe in ghosts? And I said, yeah. Oh, it did say, what is your connection to San Antonio? And so I joined. What did you say for that? I'm coming there in a couple of days, and I want to know about ghosts. So <laughs> okay. I was honest. I didn't lie. Yeah. Um, so I love it because it's a lot of, like, it's like any, I, I love online communities. That's one of my, I, if I were to go back to school, I'd be like an, a sociologist or like an, an, a sociologist probably, like, studies, like, how humans interact on the internet. Mm-hmm. But this place and every other blog, website, whatever, there is an ongoing feud amongst ghost aficionados. In as, San Antonio? Correct. As to what is the real bridge. Oh. I am relying upon a book, which we quote later, that's like 300 haunted bridges. And I was like, this fucking guy knows. He looked at a lot of bridges. He so knows many. where I went. <laughs> Too many. But there is like several people who believe they were on the bridge that we went to, to today, which is the correct one. But in fact, we're somewhere else. And my favorite was a, this young man on YouTube made an awesome YouTube video. He's like ghost hunting at night. He's so sincere. He's doing a great job. And then what, the only comment on it was like, you're at the wrong bridge, bro. <laughs> It was so mean. <laughs> Not even like great video. It was like idiot. It was so mean. <laughs> but there, that is a common issue where I think some people go to another mm. one and then they're like, I've been there. So either mm. they are having mis- they're misremembering, or y'all got some rocking bridges yeah, around here. Yeah, multiple Devil's Bridges. It's like sucking the rocks down and no one knows. Has anyone here been to the Devil's Bridge on Ashley Road? Yes. Yes. Did you have an experience? Okay. Yeah, same. Well, that's two for two. So, I, don't I know. well, you know me, I believe, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, she tapped the brake. She said lights. not. She said she, she tapped those brake lights. She said she had an experience, but not the kind that she can share. So, <laughs> Sinisterhood will be right back. Warby Parker was founded with a rebellious spirit and a lofty goal to create boutique quality eyewear at a revolutionary price point. Offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams, Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. Don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. It was very easy to upload my Warby Parker receipt to my uh, HSA so I could get it all paid for before the end of the year, before my funds ran out. There you go. I'm reading this script with Warby Parker glasses <laughs> right now. So if not for them, I wouldn't be able to to do the podcast. It's true. And I have my Wayland blue. They're like crystal blue mm-hmm. glasses with the blue frames. I get the most compliments on them. And it was super easy to just scan my prescription for my eye doctor and get it all done. It's awesome. I have the Daisy tortoise mm-hmm. shell and I also get compliments on them all the time. About to get a new pair too. I'm going to get some prescription sunglasses. Oh, you've been talking excited. about it. I know. I'm very excited. Go. Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. You order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. It was super easy, and it was great because I chose the same glasses as you, and I was able to take a selfie and have you recognize yep. the glasses. I love being able to, because I have a lot of anxiety about big mm-hmm. purchases like that. Your glasses are something that go on your face every day. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome to be able to try them on at home and get people's opinions before you commit. 
For sure. Try five pairs of glasses just like we did at home for free at warbyparker.com slash creepy. Once again, you get to try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash creepy. You know the feeling when you stumble upon a piece of clothing is just so perfect for you? That you didn't even know you needed, but now you could never live without. That is how you feel when using the new Stitch Fix Freestyle, a shop that's built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and lifestyle. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try a new one, at Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can shop over a thousand brands and styles personalized to your size and fit. With styles for workouts to workwear, for lounging around the house, or for a night out on the town, Stitch Fix Freestyle has clothes for any occasion. Plus, there's no subscription required, and they offer free shipping, returns, and exchanges. I order from this constantly. (laughs) I just received a dress the other day. And another thing I love about the Freestyle is when it curates it for you, the images they show you of the different clothes, because I'm not... I'm not a size two. And a lot of times when you're looking online at at jeans and stuff, they're like Mm -hmm. these skinny little jeans. And you're like, oh, that's not what they look like when I buy them, though. Mm -hmm. And so it takes into account your size and shows you the clothes that are actually the size that you would wear. So you feel seen. Oh, for sure. And I love it because I just picked some items from my most recent fix that I got with the subscription. And when I go on the freestyle store, it matches stuff to the stuff mm-hmm. I kept. It's so, yes. it's, a, it's a smart shop. It's like, you've got this sweater. Well, it would go great with like these shoes and this purse. You're like, that would go great. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah, uh, it's very appealing to the way my brain works. <laughs> we like things to match up like that. Mm-hmm. And you guys can get started today just like we did by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash creepy. That's stitchfix.com slash creepy to try Stitch Fix Freestyle. stitchfix.com slash creepy. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel special and unique, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or, if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? I am all about preserving memories as someone who doesn't have a good memory, but also, there's so much about, like, my mom or my brothers or my father-in-law that I don't know. And Mm -hmm. these kinds of prompts aren't questions I would think to ask, but they're answers that I want to know. For sure. And as a writer, I love these type of writing prompts Mm -hmm. because I may have one answer, but then my loved one has another answer. So it's, it's just opens up the door to conversations that Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have had otherwise. Absolutely. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved one's stories, including photos into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. And you can't, I can't wait to show them to my niece and, you know, mm-hmm. things that I may forget, like you said, because we, I can't remember anything either. I mean, Ella I one day, it's such like a great thing mm-hmm. to like have and you, and you can pass it down because it's a tangible item too. It's perfect. Reading the weekly stories helps you connect with your loved ones no matter how near or far apart you are. With StoryWorth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash creepy and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com slash creepy to save $10 on your first purchase. 
Well, terrifying as it may be, the bridge in San Antonio is not the only one of its kind. Countries across the world each have their own versions of the Devil's Bridge. On an episode of Ice Road Truckers, Deadliest Roads, <laughs> drivers tried navigating the South Yungas Road in Bolivia, also called the Death Road. The Devil's Bridge, or Puente de Diablo, is near the southern portion of the road and is situated directly above a waterfall with no guardrails and steep drop-offs on each side. Kill me, would never. It was hard to watch. Thankfully, Lisa, the trucker tasked with braving the treacherous stretch, doesn't tumble down the cliff, but instead makes the crossing safely by using her own advice. Just close your eyes and shift faster. I have never driven an 18-wheeler. And I'm not licensed to, but I You're imagine... You're not licensed to drive a regular car. So. <laughs> Aim lower. We'll go... We'll start uh, like a... Uh, like a bicycle. Go-kart track. I have. I mean, y'all know I got to retake the freaking test. That's one reason I haven't done it. It's a whole thing. I mean, I ran about it like weekly. But I don't think they tell you... Um, if you're in doubt, just close your eyes just and gun it. it. Just Bug fucking it. gun it. This show is a whole oh, show. Oh, man. The show is great. I used to watch this show. It's wild. Really? Yeah. Deadliest Roads? Or yeah. you just watch Ice Road Truckers? I, uh, ooh, is Deadliest Roads like a spinoff? It is. <laughs> okay. I think I just watched Ice Road Truckers. Oh, man. This one is they pick the worst. They get the best the worst, roads. Oh, the yeah. best worst roads. The worst road. The deadliest roads. Well, this would make sense. Does this road freeze over? No. Oh, so these aren't ice ice road truckers. No, they, they're just truckers. They changed the name to IRT. They're trying to rebrand. They, I oh. think, they ran out of the roads with the ice on it, and you got to expand the franchise. Yeah. So they're like, just where are you going to drive? Is it fucking? Where, can we put a GoPro in there with you? And they're like, do you want a cameraman? They're like, we're not putting a cameraman in there. <laughs> we want him to come back. <laughs> like, come There's no guardrails on that bridge. We're not putting no. a cameraman in there. The Devil's Bridge of Mid Wales has been featured on the BBV. BBC detective show Hinterland. The history of the bridge follows a similar trope to others across the world. The bridge, being supposedly so intricate that no man could have built it, was allegedly built by the devil. <laughs> Rather than an act of charity, Satan built the bridge in exchange for the soul of the first life to cross it. According to the tale, instead of a human making the first cross, an older woman threw some bread onto the bridge, luring a dog to follow it and eat it. It's okay. I had the same reaction when I was reading this. <laughs> I just want to let everybody know it's okay. Because y'all are like, you're living what I lived. I shouldn't have even spoiled it so you could feel what I felt when I read feel this it. next part. Feel the sadness for the dog. <laughs> Since according to the legend, dogs have no souls, the devil left empty. I know. Well, now it's getting sadder. I promise it gets better. I really I promise. Because the devil left empty handed and outsmarted. The townspeople were then able to keep the bridge without paying the price. Man, I tell you what, if you can pull one over on the devil, good for you. Yeah, you're set for life. You get also, your bridge, you get your dog, and the dog got a treat. The dog got the bread. And you outsmarted the devil. You <laughs> bummed him out. Everybody wins. Mm -hmm. Also, dogs have souls. If you've looked into the eyes of the goose, uh. she's manipulative and she's got a soul it's black it's but she's black got as night yeah black <laughs> as night mm -hmm. she would uh absolutely fuck that devil on the bridge she'd be she like would fuck the devil not fuck him but like fuck you him know over. what though she has 
She'd hump its leg. She'd hump its cloven foot. Because she's a girl dog, and I was like, I don't think girl dogs, like, hump people. I didn't ever have to worry about it. And an ex of mine, his parents came to visit, and I look over, and his dad was getting wailed on by my chihuahua. And he was like, what is wrong with her? And I was like, ah, she's dominated you, so you're a bitch now. So she probably would fuck the dog. Our pit bull humps strangers. Oh, look at that. Yeah, all the time. And she gets a look in her eye, and she, like, gets up next to him, and we're like, Kate? Because she'll be like... She's feeling feisty. Yeah. You know you know when it's coming. You get I that mean, look in your eye. Yeah, you know. We've all seen the look in someone's eye. You're like, oh, I'm about to get humped. It's about to happen. You get that look in your eye? In the backseat of a T-top Camaro. <laughs> late at night. 1988. He's like, hold on, baby. I'm coming. You're like, you're coming? He's like, no, I'm just jumping the bridge. I'm not, I'm not coming yet. But I'm coming over this bridge. France is home to nearly 50 devil's bridges. That's a lot, man. Including one constructed by monks in the 11th century that stretches over a steep gorge down the Aral River. Another in Syrah spans the Taka River and was allegedly built by Lucifer himself at the request of the townspeople. Again, the Dark Prince agreed to the construction gig on the condition of harvesting the soul of the first life who crossed. He was like, I got you with you guys this time. <laughs> The clever folks of this French town saved themselves and instead sent a cat across. Oh, bitch. Yet again, duping old Scratch with the same scam that they ran on him in Wales. So clearly, this is my question. <laughs> is Satan like Santa Claus where there's like... He comes once a year. <laughs> where he like, there's like... When you were little and you'd go see Santa at the mall, and you're uh-huh. like, well, how can Santa be here if he's North Pole? And your parents would be like, these are Santa's helpers uh. to, ex- to justify their lies. Is this like what, is Satan like that? You're saying, are there, <laughs> let me clarify <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the question. So you're saying, you, are you wanting to know if the same entity that was duped in Wales yes. went on to be duped again in France? Yes. I like to believe it was the same guy. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice on the Shame devil. on you. I don't know what that's saying. It's always fuck it up. Something. I like, though, that, uh, you know, he's like the plumber with the, you know, the television commercial that's like, call us, we'll be on time, that people are like, I need a bridge, devil. He's like, yes. <laughs> I don't know when everybody decided. Like, but I'm was... going to get a soul, right? And they're like, sure you are, devil. You're I'm... not going to put a dog or a cat across, are you? No. Hmm. <laughs> Well, clearly having not learned his lesson from Wales and France, Beelzebub moved on to Germany, where yet another human summoned his help in building yet another bridge. I like to think the devil's an optimist. <laughs> He's like, we pegged him wrong this whole time. The first two times were embarrassing, but you can do this. Third time's the charm. Mm-hmm. Do this, do this. People in Germany are cool. They're cool. They're going to fuck you over. It'll be great. <laughs> He's pepping himself up in his little devil mirror before he goes out there. The area of the Flotbeck Stream near Hamburg, Germany, was where most passerbys attempted to ford their wagons. The water was responsible for breaking many wagon wheels, causing death and destruction in the process. In an effort to create a safe passage over the Teufelsbrücke... Teufelsbrück! Teufelsbrück. I, I looked up a, a way to say it, and it was a German native speaker, and they were like, Teufelsbrück! And I was like, I don't talk like that. Always yelling. Teufelsbrück! And it's like, Teufelsbrück! Teufelsbrück. <laughs> the town appointed a carpenter to build a bridge. Unfortunately, the task proved too difficult, so the carpenter called for backup. Was it another human? (laughs) Rather than calling on that famous heavenly carpenter, this man called to the Dark Lord for help. 
who once again agreed to assist in exchange for the soul of the first creature to cross the bridge. This is a fucking contractor move right here. He's like, I got you guys. And he's like, fuck. I got a guy. I'll call a guy. And you're like, is he licensed? He's like, somewhere. He probably has one. It's a different jurisdition. So how many dogs you got in this town? Do you, do, or, <laughs> you care if one goes missing? Why does he just need the first soul? Why doesn't he just take my whole time? I'm like, just take the soul of the person that's asking you to build the bridge. That's a good. Well, maybe the person, the construction guy's like, I'm desperate. I'm not that desperate. I'm not gonna give you my. I'm not gonna sell my soul for a gig. Well, I guess if you took his soul, then you're kind of like not holding up your end of the bargain because he's they're shaking. It's like cloven hoof, human hand. They do a little shaky. He's saying, I'll get this bridge built for you, so you're you meet your deadline. But somebody's got to walk over this, so I get a somebody's, soul to take home with me. Well, also I got very in the weeds on. Uh, we'll get to it more devilish bargains like deals with the devil and whatnot and there's a lot of loopholes where if you do something selfless then the devil can't take your soul because you made the ultimate sacrifice so i wonder if he's like i'll sacrifice myself so everyone will stop oregon trailing themselves in the middle of germany and so if that was a selfless act then the devil couldn't take his soul that makes sense get real lawyery and then you're like i get why the devil would do that i'm like oh i'm related to the devil (laughs) fuck they don't tell you that in law school no they should well they, I think they do. They, tell, they say lawyers are basically the devil, don't they? All the time. It's presumed. After construction was complete, it was time for the first soul to cross and pay the prince of darkness his due. What animal do you think went across? <laughs> pig? We got a pig? What do we got over here? We got a rabbit? Anything else? A goat? goat. Okay. Goat. A yak. All right. Some German yaks. All right. Let's see what it was. While the local priest and the town counselor argued over who should be sacrificed, a rabbit happily hopped over the bridge. Once again defeated and ashamed, legend says the devil dove into the, ris- dove into the river and disappeared. Not wanting him to forget what had happened, the citizens erected a statue of a pensive and disappointed-looking devil and placed it just beside the bridge. <laughs> They're like, you want to come back and remember how fucking sad you were when you were embarrassed? That's like... <laughs> When you bounce a check at a diner and they put your picture on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they but, put that, that check right up next to the cash register. Like, do not sell anything to this person. Yeah. Well, I love that it's the local priest and the town counselor is like, who among you have wronged us recently? <laughs> Interesting. You weren't at the church social, were you? No, you weren't. We asked for some Meanwhile, help. <laughs> here it comes. One formation that was not man-made is the Sedona version of the popular bridge. Surrounded by beautiful scenery, Arizona's Devil's Bridge is much more pleasant to look at than its asphalt counterparts. It is one of the most popular hikes in Sedona. The trail was formerly part of an old access road that has morphed into a scenic trek. As you get closer to the arch that forms the bridge part of Devil's Bridge, you'll wind through some brush, over some red rocks, and up to a beautiful vista that is usually bursting with fellow hikers. Besides the long line of tourists waiting for a photo, The scariest part of this bridge is the average temperature and the terrain itself. Although almost all hikers make it out alive, there have been reports of those who have fallen to their deaths or gotten lost and succumbed to the elements while attempting the trek. The 
Photos of this are beautiful. Gorgeous. I've, I've been to Sedona. I think you've been to Sedona, too. I haven't. Oh, you haven't. Uh, we talked about it. I want to go so bad, yeah. This is the kind of thing I look at, and I get sick to my stomach, because I know if I went there with my betrothed Paris, he would be like, let's go on that hike, and I would be the one that succumbed to the elements. You know what I mean? <laughs> you see something. You're getting and, airlifted out of there. Oh, yeah. Your brain mm-hmm. goes, that would be nice. And the, my body's like, no, no, you're not. You do not do that. It just, it looks lovely, but it seems you'd like. You'd have to get to the top of that thing, too, because Paris would want that picture. <sighs> so many. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would. <laughs> I'm like, I have a computer program where you can make it look like we were at that bridge. (laughs) Why does the name Devil's Bridge span the globe and persist over the course of centuries? Metaphorically, bridges are often seen as a way for two entities to connect. The structure symbolizes communication and union. The union could be between two people, cities, or for some, a passageway between realms, heaven and earth, or Earth and Hell. Earth and Hell. It sounds like a place where you go, uh, you know, like Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> you go, I fucked up shit. I Earth, Hell, or Beyond? Yeah, it also sounds like uh, <laughs> That's what it is. a was. journey album. <laughs> Earth and Hell. That's what you listen to when you jump the bridge. <laughs> what do you think Melvin was listening to when he jumped the Camaro? I liked that we just decided Melvin's the one that did it. <laughs> and that's how he died, and that's why he's there. Oh, man. I feel like... I feel like ACDC's too on the nose. Yeah. I think it was something not quite as mainstream. It was like Ario Speedwagon. I think, yeah, that's pretty good. This is my Ario Speedwagon. (laughs) Ario Speedwagon. Jean jacket on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That gel, G E L gel Mm -hmm. back in the Mm -hmm. 90s, man. Yeah. I'm not old. Everybody remembers that. Yeah, we all know what a greaser is. And that was right. or uh, what was that pony boy? What was that? Yes, outsiders. outsiders. Yeah, yeah. Or grease. sexual awakening. Oh, grease was a major sexual awakening. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what a pussy wagon is, but I want to be in it. And I don't. <laughs> That's in a kid. That sh- is one of those things that, like, when you're a kid and you're watching that, you're like, it's a real, real pussy, pussy wagon. wagon. <laughs> and then as an adult, you're like, oh, oh my, my god. god. I told you, I went to a movie, speaking of pussies and children, um, I went to a small film festival yesterday. Where um, they won first place. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. But, so it's a horror film festival, and to be fair, this child that was present was technically in one of the movies, technically. However, I didn't realize they were behind me until they started weeping due to, like, the throats that were being slid on screen and everything. But... That We can all get over that. You can be like, hey, that's fake, right? Like, don't worry about it. The part, though, is one of the movies was, I'll, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life, and it was about these clowns. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. And uh, just the, the most vulgar clowns I've ever heard in my life. And they go, at one point, the clown is about to kill someone because it's a horror film. And the guy, that he's facing death with great aplomb, and he goes, do it, you pussy. <laughs> and then the clown cuts his head off. Uh, <laughs> And then the kid just goes, why did that happen? <laughs> so from then like, on... We're all asking that question, Everything kid. I watch... I don't have kids, but now I just... That kid's in my head for the rest of my life. Oh, that poor kid. That is a core memory that he has just, made. And I not want, a great one. When his mom's like, if you don't eat your macaroni, I'm going to send you to my, your room. He's going to be like, do it, pussy! <laughs> And she's like, well, you know what? They wouldn't. He, he begged to leave, and the dad was like, no, we're watching this. I directed this, so it's on them. <laughs> they asked for it if that happens. This is the greatest thing. <laughs> the concept of selling your soul to the devil in exchange for something of value, whether tangible or intangible, is nothing new. It was popularized in the 16th century tale of Faust, who exchanged his Faust? Faust. Faust, who exchanged his soul for unlimited knowledge. 
Several more tropes sprung up from this tale and the ones that came from before it. Those tropes of a deal with the devil and deceiving the devil went on to inspire the devil's bridge folklore across the world. So you're Faust. And oh, you yeah. say, I will sell my soul for unlimited knowledge. And so you sell your soul, so you go to hell, right? You, I guess, it, I don't know how it works, like, as far as when you're in hell, if you have, like, a TV to see what's going on in the world. And then you get down there, and then there's just the internet, and you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it was all of my fingers. I could have waited. Yeah. Is there anything you would sell your soul to the devil for? I don't think you'd want it. Yeah, probably not. Like, all right. I'm trying to think, but I think it would be that whole, like, it would probably that save somebody or whatever. Not cheese. <laughs> I like to believe I'm a hero. <laughs> don't we all? Yeah, no, not a Not a, not a really good brie or something. <laughs> baked brie. Damn. Okay. Ooh, Fuck. baked brie with some fruit it in it. always turns to cheese with us. Mm-hmm. And the deal with the devil trope, a desperate soul possibly one who needs an impossibly difficult bridge to be built, is willing to do anything, even make a pact with old Splitfoot. We had a lot of fun going through and seeing all the different names that the devil was called and then just plugging them in anywhere where we could. Old Splitfoot's one of my faves. It's a good one. That sounds like a mean nickname you'd come up with with it for an ex, though. Yeah. (laughs) Or like if Petal's being a real asshole. I'm going to start calling her old Splitfoot. She is a Splitfoot. That's fair. <laughs> well, he made a pact with old Splitfoot in order to see his task finished or his goal accomplished. Oftentimes we see Satan making and losing a wager with a mere mortal like Johnny and the devil that went down to Georgia, the shiny demon in tribute by Tenacious D, and Homer Simpson, who traded his immortal soul for a donut. In stories where characters deceive the devil, the would-be damned soul usually finds a way to outsmart Lucifer by doing something clever, like giving him a soul, S-O-L-E, like that from a shoe, or the life of a theoretically soulless creature, like a dog, cat, or rabbit. Anytime we can quote or reference Tenacious D, I'm here for that. Always. <laughs> I uh, follow uh, Jack Black on TikTok. Very good. Oh, that's a good he's, one. I feel like he's just always that. It's not even a character. No, no. That's just him. Yeah, he's like, yeah. all the time. <laughs> all the time. He's always in a Speedo at his pool. It's, it's a whole, yeah, he's a lot. He's a lot. His mom invented something. Oh. That, was, I, that wasn't a finished thought. I'm sorry. Edit that out. Cut it out. No, we're leaving it. We're going to find out what it is. No, she was like an engineer, and I think while she was giving birth, maybe she was like a NASA engineer? While she was giving birth, she invented well, something? Well, they like called her for help. See? Thank you. Someone's nodding. I'm not I'm not. What did she it. invent? Thank you. Jack Black's mom helped the Apollo mission. We're going to cut all that part out. I'm going to take credit. <laughs> uh, no, but thank you so much. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I saw it. it was one, Good for her. It was one of those like uh, you know trope, not tropes, memes. That's like this woman is. You know, gives her name, which I just only remember her son. So I'm part of the problem. Um, Jack Black's mom. I'm sure yeah, that's so what she goes by to many. Yeah. So I learned it from a meme. <laughs> <laughs> the list of movies, TV shows, comic books, novels, and games that involve deals with the devil are seemingly endless. Why are humans so interested in making and breaking deals with the Cloven Hope foe? University of Virginia law professor John Satir has compiled over 50 examples of deals with the devil in popular culture. The professor told WTJU Radio. In a theological sense and a literary sense, why do authors choose the contractual form as a metaphor for their story? I think it's about human psychology in a sense of saying, here's a clear choice. The contract's about a clear choice. The devil is honest about who he is. The contract makes it very clear what the two parties are bargaining, and yet mortals are still willing to give in to that temptation. 
I don't know how many of you have been to law school, but you that was that, just four years, three years of it. <laughs> Feels like 10 years of it. Where you ask a question, it's like, oh, well, in theory, you just see it all goes back to Faust. If you look into, I've written 50 articles on it, and you're like, oh, no, can I get a refund on my tuition? And it also just comes down to making a deal with the devil. Yeah, it does. It was, that, that was an interesting, um, he got a law student, which I would sign up for that internship in a second, where it was like, go watch movies and TV shows where people make deals with the devil. And like, wrote it down, and it does make sense. But it's very lawyerly, again, mm-hmm. to say, I respect that, because listen, you weren't tricked in anything. I don't care. It's you, we told you it was your soul, and we told you what the consequences it's are. It's a hubris Take of it. man. You feel like you'll it's out-trick true. him, but... Chokes on the devil, because three times he's been outsmarted by some animals. So embarrassing. It is. Yeah. He needs to get a new grift. <laughs> he's not good at this one. It's a bad scam. Mm-hmm. Are the wandering souls near San Antonio's Devil's Bridge trapped there because of the tragic nature of their deaths, or because of the father of lies grip on the bridge itself? Or is it possible the ghost showed up after being called to the area? In 1965, the San Antonio Express lamented the town's sudden lack of specters after plenty of ghost stories had circulated in years prior. Amateur historian Walter N. Mathis groaned to the paper. You know, it really is a shame. Somebody certainly ought to do something about this. San Antonio used to have such splendid ghosts. (laughs) President of the Mind Science Foundation, William Rain, was more focused on a solution to the Alamo City's lack of ghouls, telling the paper, We first need to find out who's been exercising all these ghosts. It's probably communists. (laughs) We have to put an immediate stop to this outrage. When in doubt, blame the commies. I mean, why don't we have any ghosts? Blame the commies. Such a good good article. Who's going to argue with that? You're like, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be. To the credit of the San Antonio Express, it was a pretty long article, and it took everything to heart. They were like, here are several locations around the city that used to be lousy with ghosts, and it's quiet as shit around here. (laughs) Where have they all gone? Who's done this? We get some goddamn commies. Is it? Is that in the manifesto? I haven't read the manifesto, but if it's like, and then clear the area of all ghosts and spirits, I guess maybe I maybe I'll join up. I don't know. I don't know what it's all about. I don't either. I, so that, therefore, I can't say that they <laughs> didn't take all the ghosts out of San Antonio. You can't say definitively that it wasn't the communist exactly. fault. <laughs> Plenty of ghost stories, including the ones surrounding the Devil's Bridge, have cropped up in San Antonio in the years since 1965. Maybe all it took to bring them back was the right invitation. The devil himself, himself appeared to return in style on Halloween night, 1975. As the story goes, the El Camaroncito nightclub on Old Highway 90 was celebrating All Hallows' Eve when a handsome stranger walked through the door. The women swooned over his impressive dance moves. That is, until one of the women looked down at his feet. Then the swoons turned to screams. I mean, who amongst us has this not happened to? Yeah. I mean, who like, amongst uh, us hasn't oh my been God. swooning over a guy at a bar at like 1.30 a.m.? You're twerking on him, you look down, sandals, and you're like, oh, God, yeah. in a bar? No. Who are you? Flip Filthy. 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 You went into the bathroom here with those on? <laughs> That's no. The problem. I'm not going home with you. That's no the problem. way. <laughs> Some there that night claimed that the devilish dancer's feet had become that of a chicken. Others swear that they were goat's hooves. Whatever kind of feet they were, the stranger used them to run into the club's bathroom and escape through the window. 
All that remained was the putrid stench of rotten eggs he had left behind. Dude, the guy in the sandals is going to blow up the toilet. Oh, for and leave. sure. So embarrassed yeah. at what he did and leave out of that. He crawls out through the window. Who amongst us hasn't left a bathroom and all that we left behind was the smell of rotten eggs? And you're like, I gotta go, I gotta go out the window. They're going to know there's only one. It's a onesie, you know, when you, it's just yeah. the door open and there's and a line. And if you open it, then there's like a line and like everybody, you got to walk past well, everybody. You, you just got to go out the window, never go back. <laughs> you get in your Camaro and you leave. You go jump that bridge. That's right. Because you're done, so. You got to walk out and go, did you see the guy that went in before me? It was yeah. a fucking You got to blame it on somebody else. Like, who did that? And they're like, you've been in there for a half hour. No <laughs> one went in there before you, know, you. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where the smell was coming from. You're welcome. I couldn't figure it out. We were, uh, Paris and I were walking in the uh, cool, hip area of Dallas called Deep Ellum the other day, and um, we were, I mean, we left, this is how cool we are, we left a comedy show, and we were going to buy late night cookies at the cookie place. It's open until like 2 a.m. Genius business model. And um, there's a couple of clubs where there was like lines out the door to get into the club, and I just went, I would never do that. I would never wait in line to go to a club, and he's like, I did that. Paris is a cool, I mean, he still is very cool. (laughs) But back in, like, 20s Paris was, like, party boy, mm-hmm. like, cool guy Paris. And he was like, listen, here's what it was like to go to a club. Well, first he goes, you mean you didn't go to a club ever? And I was like, no. And he goes, well, how did you meet people? And I said, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. He goes, what were you doing on a Saturday night? And I was like, I had uh, all first three seasons of The Office on DVD. <laughs> Just watch those. If you, if, you watch, if you binge, you can... All night. Oh, That's yeah. your whole night right you go there. all night. And you yeah. know what? Next time, start again. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, he was kind of explaining what it was like. And I was like, I would never do that. And he goes, yeah, that's how you like meet people. And I said, are you telling me that if I went to a dance club, someone would, a stranger would put any of their body parts on me? And he was like, yeah, those people all the time did that. No. 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 Worst night. Because you know what? Sure as you do that, you're like, oh, you're backing it up. Okay. Feeling it. Feeling oh, yeah. Good. Feeling good. You look down, he's got goddamn goat feet. <laughs> No. I was right. My like was you love language. Goat feet or uh, those those sandals that are like on your toes. Oh, you like, know what I mean. Wait, the ones that the ones that like look like your feet. Oh like, yeah, they're like toes. You know what I'm saying? I wore, I used to work with the guy that oh, wore those. Oh man, those like, are a foot deal gloves. breaker for me. It's a foot glove for your foot. Yeah. Well, I guess if I said foot glove, you'd know. But yeah, man, they're, I can't they imagine. are a just. Uh, that's my noise for when. You know. I can't get it just dries right up. Oh because there's something I can't deal the, with the, the foot glove. The sound I thought that was the sound of the foot going into the foot. Also glove. that. Also that. <laughs> yes. Because you know that shit is sweaty oh, as fuck. So gross. And then you take it out. Oh, and they're sweaty. And then you sit. go home with someone like that. They take their feet out. It's like, hold on, I gotta get a no, towel. No, no. And then they and then the smell. And then they're just sitting there, so you're like, there are your feet, but there are your other feet. Worst of, what if they leave them on? Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, which is worse, banging with your socks on or banging with the foot gloves on? <laughs> <laughs> well, the sock thing is a real problem because you got to really figure out when to take them off. That is. Because it's, be, it's not cool. sexy to be like, oh, baby, hang on a second. <laughs> you're trying to, like, push gotta... them down with your feet, but your, oh, yeah. your foot gloves, you're like, they just, <laughs> it's like... Yeah, like a flipper. You gotta. Like, I don't know, man. Don't do it, <laughs> ladies. I, if he's got the foot glove on, don't go home. Don't let him. him put that other glove on. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't. No. What if it was? <laughs> it's sorry. like it's what like the foot it's glove, but it's tiny penis size. Yes. <laughs> it's the same material. It's that weird rubber. 
And it's just got one toe, but it's it four. Makes, it makes the same sound. <laughs> it makes the same sound. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yep. God. Mm-hmm. Oh, He's man. Like, this is good for the environment. They're reusable. <laughs> You're like, no. I, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> Sinisterhood will be right back. It's time to seek out pleasure in every area of your life. From how you start your mornings to how you wind down at night and everything in between, you deserve to enjoy it all. Dipsy Stories wants you to find joy and confidence in and out of the bedroom. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories. No matter who you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. Close your eyes and let yourself get lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. Explore your fantasies in a safe and shame-free way. There are hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new content every week. So there's always more to explore. And they also have wellness sessions to help you wind down and explore and sleep sessions to help you drift off. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash creepy. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash creepy. Dipsystories.com slash creepy. Have you heard of tretinoin? Spironolactone? Or what about clindamycin? Well, we may not be able to pronounce any of these ingredients, but we can tell you what they do. Trentinoin unclogs pores and even skin tone. Spironolactone targets hormonal acne. And clindamycin fights acne-causing bacteria and inflammation. Man, we, d- we did well with that. I'm proud of us. There's some, <laughs> you, spe- it. you spelled it out phonetically. I hope we nailed it. <laughs> we didn't know what they were either until we checked out our prescription acne treatment from Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with board-certified dermatologists who will create a personalized treatment plan that's perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and medical history. Then snap a few selfies and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Apostrophe treats all types of acne, from hormonal acne to facial acne and even chest knee, back knee, and butt knee. They treat breakouts from head to toe. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash creepy when you use our code creepy. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash creepy and click begin visit. Then use our code creepy to sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash creepy and use the code creepy to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. I know some of you are sleeping on a saggy old mattress at night and you deserve better than that. You deserve to give yourself an upgrade. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way that you sleep. Everybody's unique and Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling down if you sleep hot, and even Helix Plus mattresses for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz and I was matched with the Sunset Luxe mattress because I wanted something that felt pillowy soft because I sleep on my side and it's great for if you are in a relationship or you're just having like 
one night stand sleepover. <laughs> if you're sharing your bed with anybody, a dog, whoever, anybody that might be making a lot of uh, ruckus on the other side, you don't feel it because um, it's just like the uh, the movement. It's good for movement. I love it because it's a huge upgrade over what I used to have because I would almost get flipped out of bed. It was like a seesaw when I was sleeping before. <laughs> this The lack of motion transfer is a game changer, and Helix is awesome. You don't need to take our word for it. Helix was awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by both GQ and Wired Magazine. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz. You order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again and lay on a bunch of mattresses that other people have laid on. Mm-mm, no, none of that funk. You just go to helixsleep.com slash creepy, take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you're going to love it. Helix is also offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash creepy. That's helixsleep.com slash creepy for up to $200 off and two free pillows. The pillows are so good. I'm obsessed uh, with my pillow. I'm going to go lay on it right now. Mm-hmm. According to a San Antonio local, <laughs> uses the name Queen of Diamonds 37 online. If you're here, thank you for this. <laughs> thank you for sharing this. There is also a devil's house nearby the bridge, located behind Stinson Airport, also on Ashley Road. The house has long since been destroyed. Up through 2010, passersby could still see the remnants of front porch steps and one of the two palm trees that used to stand on either side. The owner of the home had been down on his luck and was so bad off that he was in danger of losing it all. Desperate for a solution, he... Swore to the devil that he would sell his soul in exchange for becoming a millionaire. The next morning, the man was woken by a phone call informing him that he had inherited tons of money from a long-lost relative. He killed that relative. Mm. This is like the Twilight Zone episode where, uh, is it called The Box? Where a box gets left on a porch, and if you push it, like you, your wish comes true, but something somewhere else... Kills somebody? Tragedy. Well, I mean, it could... Like, if you're like... It's like the butterfly effect. Okay. Like, I want a million dollars, and you get it, but then you get a call the next day, and it's like, well, your father died, and he left you a million dollars. So oh, it's no. like, nothing com- nothing's for free, Heather. Is that monkey's paw? Is that what they call it? The, the old Ooh, monkey's that, paw yes, trope. Yes, may have been the same trope. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I'm kind of a gambler, though. <laughs> you do it? Do it. What? I deal with the consequences of my actions. I have to do it all the time. <laughs> And it's not easy. You'd cope. You learn to cope. We, uh, Heather thought it was like funny that there was a palm tree. And then we were driving around today. We were like, there's palm trees everywhere. That's not that unique that there was a palm tree by this devil house. If you're here tonight, Queen of Diamonds 37, I'd like to apologize for impugning your credibility <laughs> when doing the research. I was like, that sounds made up because she said palm trees in San Antonio. And then I got here. I was like, there's a bunch of goddamn palm trees palm here. Trees everywhere. Like, and they're huge. It's like, so big. It was great. It was lovely. Right around the airport. It was so nice. So I felt bad because I was like, this is made up because of the palm tree, not because of the devil part. Yeah, I didn't no. question that. That didn't part think we believe. twice about that part. Fully believed in that. I was just like, up on a palm tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're pulling one over on me. I don't know about that. 
Though he was in a better place financially, the man never befriended his neighbors or spoke much to those in town ever again. Why would you? You're rich. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, you don't, need, <laughs> you don't need any of them. You got what you asked I for. I have all my friends here and they're presidents. If you wanted to deal with people, he would have gone and got a job. <laughs> Clearly, right. he's not interested in that. Yeah, all of, all of us get to choose a bunch of fucking people in town or a big pile of money. I'm telling you, big pile of money every, every day. Time. Psh, every time. Every time. He kept to himself and spent his days with the un- only other living creature on the property, a single black horse. This Mr. Ed scenario had more to it than some suspected. That sentence makes it sound like he was fucking the he's horse. Not, he prom- he's not. Somebody over here Rest said, oh, like the horse is going to die. The horse it's is... Um, the horse will be fine. Never mind. The horse is It'll not be fine. fine. But It'll be fine. it's okay. Turns out the horse was actually inhabited by a demonic force. That had taken up residence in the beast in order to keep an eye on the man. All the money in the world couldn't buy the man his soul back. He lived in the home until one day it burst into flames, killing him. Neither his body nor the horse were ever found. They both descended into the afterworld, possibly heading down through the portal beneath the bridge nearby. Everybody said all when we found out that the horse was inhabited by a demon. That horse probably felt so powerful it was juicing, coursing yeah. through its veins. He ran that pasture. Well, yeah, Nobody fucked with him. If you're a horse and you got to get rode all the time and they bang things in your feet and you got to eat hay and stuff, when you're a devil horse mm. and the guy's like, you're going to eat it's hay today. Dream. And he's like, am I going to eat hay today, Charles? <laughs> or am I going to eat filet? I don't know. Am what, I going to get all the, I think they're like carrots, carrots apples. Okay. Yeah. They don't ask for much. I or almost, am I going to get all the carrots? <laughs> you just say almost a horse is like, I would like filet mignon. And I was like, horses are not going to eat meat. Maybe a devil horse, Do they? though. We I don't, don't know. I think horses don't eat meat, but they may. I well, don't know. We haven't tested a horse who's been inhabited by, the de- by a devil That's true, soul. yeah. We don't he's know. Got the ta- he has a taste for blood. He's got a, t- he's got a taste yeah. for blood. Usually, it's a goat. But they went horse. No, they went horse. I, I think the, the goat's got the horns, but the horse is chompers, man. I've never been bit by a horse, but I'm scared of it. I got my foot got stepped on by a horse once. No, yeah, it's, hurt, hurt real bad. It's it looks regular. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, and the horse wouldn't move. I had to yank my foot out from underneath it. That horse was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> What'd you do to it? I was a child. I'm not trying to victim Nothing. I was petting it. Oh, and it just way. yeah. I guess I went up instead of down. Mm-hmm. And it was like I don't like that. Damn. My hair goes the other way. You got that power. You got it. We saw the Budweiser Clydesdales at oh, the state huge. fair. Those dicks. I swear to God, so big. It's and the guy unnatural. <laughs> I mean, it's natural because that's what so they're born with. But it's unnatural. Why those horses time. are huge? It's crazy. And I mean, it's, you see them on TV, and they're usually zoomed out and they're running. But when faced with them, and the, I mean, and you don't want to stare, but you're going to. But I think some, it's kind of rude not to, right? It's there. And there's a guy at the state fair, and he's like stuffing hay in the bag, and he goes, "I know, right?" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. It's like, you, we all know, buddy. That's why we're all here. <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't looking. Did it have, you know how their feet have the little, hair? Mm-hmm. Like the little, that looked like the, back in like 2004, those boots we all bought from Marshalls yes. with like the fur on them. Yeah, that's what, like Clydesdale foot boots. Did the, the, did the pee-pee? Ha- did it have that? No, no. Oh, it was, okay. um, is it, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. For, I saw uh, one at medieval times. <laughs> And I, it's a place for children. I, when this I was in 2008, and I could, it's burned in my brain. <laughs> it, 
You'll be on your deathbed, and you're just like, I see it. They're like, delight. You're like, death from medieval times, horse penis. It, <laughs> I mean, it was, it's, it's like, it was two feet long. It's, That's just a flex. That's a brag right I there. I mean, no, you're you know just what? bragging. It's night one that night, so I guess I guess that's why. Medieval times, I've learned. I, I, this, y'all didn't ask, but we're going to talk about medieval times tonight. Um, is that a thing that everyone knows about You here? guys know medieval times? Okay. Woo, everybody. Sometimes we, to us it's normal, and then people are like, What's uh? It's okay. What's first of miracle all, Miracle Whip or what? No, what is what's biscuits? Somebody was like in uh, UK. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, for if like, you're, you eat biscuits with gravy, that's disgusting. We're like, well, biscuits are something else. They're not here. a cookie. We watched Ted Lasso. We know what a biscuit. You know, I I know about your culture. Okay, I watched Jason Sudeikis <laughs> muddle his way through in a tracksuit. I'm good. I don't need to go there. We're cool. We've seen the whole show. Um, love that show. Uh, Still haven't seen if it. Love and Ted Lasso is chuggy, you know, put a live laugh love sign on the back of my. Hyundai Elantra that I crashed into the parking garage today. Um, but medieval times. <laughs> what I tell you, the time. inside of my brain sounds like a YouTube video at two times speed. We went there recently, and I've got uh, down this rabbit hole on of behind-the-scenes oh, info from former workers of medieval times. And there's like a high... I have... A lot of respect. There's a whole hierarchy of when you start and then you have to work your way up. And I don't know why I just assumed if you were willing, they'd give you a mace and a horse and let you go at it. You, I hope they train you. They do. Okay, good. They said, but this, get this. They said, we, it's like seven hours a day of training. Good Lord. Like, oh, my God. That's they ridiculous. don't train that much for the NFL. No. Like, what is happening? And are you getting paid for that? I, just, I mean, they're not that impressive of fights. It's, well, I mean, where else are you going to see two knights going at it? But yeah. the Ren fair, I guess, over yeah. by the beer tent. That's uh, true. But, yeah, I was just, I was very. You also have to, like, work your way up to be the queen or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Big thing. It's, big it's not deal. easy. It's a big deal. It's yeah. not easy. Who do I have to fuck around here to be the queen at <laughs> medieval times? It's that horse. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was terrible. <laughs> Please his don't name, do that. His name is Melvin. There is a documentary yeah. about that. If any, oh, oh, my God. It's awful. It's called Beast. Don't ever watch it. It's terrible. If you want to ruin your life, go go check it out. We, You Sorry. and I talk about things that we look at the, on the internet and... The fact that you've watched that and I haven't. I did not watch all of it. Oh, okay. There you go. I found out. I, in fact, I w- think I maybe like watched a minute and then my friend was like, you know, this is about, and I was like, nope, we're turning this off. Beep. Cannot deal with that. Yeah. I feel like that's one that you don't need to watch the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get it. You get it pretty early on. Well, years later, when curious teens would go by the devil house, all they found was the stoop and the fence knocked down. A local using the name H.H. Wolfman. Hey. <laughs> Visited with friends in the early 1990s, of course, and found a back road past the pool in which everyone said that's where the devil worshiping was held. And why always, do devil worshippers? Why do people always want to put them in like these creepy, spooky, like rundown places? What if they just want like the Hilton? Yeah, they they rent out a ballroom. Yeah, there's <laughs> one next door. Maybe that's they right. could just go there. Storage know? unit. There's a lot of places, climate-controlled, yeah. private areas. Some, an Airbnb yeah, for the weekend? Oh, like I a think. nice Airbnb in the mountains? Impugning the, uh, the devil worshippers' yeah, taste. There's a stereotype there. <laughs> Unfair. In his book, Haunted Bridges, Over 300 of America's Creepiest Crossings, 
Arthur Rich Newman writes that the bridge may, in fact, be a portal to hell. The all-encompassing darkness marks the time when the portal to the underworld opens, allowing spirits to cross between the two planes of existence. Even those far away from the bridge may notice certain nights when the bridge is darker than usual. If you happen to be up close, driving on the bridge at that time, you may notice your headlights have been swallowed by the pitch-black surroundings. If you suddenly hear the horrifying sounds of screams slash moans filling the air, then Newman says, at that moment, you are said to be in hell. But he cautions, don't freak out. (laughs) (laughs) The portal will close as quickly as it opened. But what if you're in the portal when it closes? <laughs> you shouldn't have freaked out. Just keep going. You just, what do they say? You just shift it and keep, yeah, close you just your, eyes, and your shift. eyes and shift faster. You just keep a shift. You gotta get out of that. That's why you gotta have a Camaro. You can't take a regular <laughs> car across the bridge. You gotta have something that like goes zero to 90, <laughs> two seconds flat. There's no place for an Elantra. You need to. <laughs> the Elantra was struggling today. I, you were, I was mashing on the gas to merge onto the highway because I didn't want to be uh, mowed down. And that thing was just like. <laughs> it was like. And she's like, are you okay? Again. I was talking to the car that time. I said, that's true. Well, Halloween is right around the corner. The day of the year when many people believe the veil between our world and the spirit world is at its thinnest. It is said that during the witching hour, 3 a.m. on Halloween, the veil completely disappears, allowing both good and evil forces to come and go as they please. If you find yourself on Ashley Road near Mission San Juan around this time on October 31st, you might want to turn around and head the other direction or risk having the portal swallow you whole, bringing you face to face with whatever Doc Force calls the Devil's Bridge home. <laughs> it would be cool to be out there on Halloween. I think so. Except all those people are going to be bummed out. They're like, we're just trying to have some trick-or-treaters. Everybody's throwing these rocks over the side. <laughs> they got their Ouija boards. There's flashlights everywhere. Butt I looked at that house. I, all, yeah, it's hard to do when you're in a costume, too. <laughs> Unless your costume is a butt But just a flap that yeah, opens in the back. Opens up, yeah. <laughs> Well, so what do we think? I'm thinking about the costume <laughs> that opens in the back. Because there's only so many outfits. I don't know why. I just assumed it would be a onesie. Like, would you be like an old-timey person in pajamas? Yeah, you could. Like uh, like the Dr. Seuss people? Yeah, they were all those little things. Oh, no. They, all of them had BF yeah. flaps in the back. Yeah. Why do you think they had those big-ass things on their head? <laughs> Ben right over Cindy Lee. She's got nasty. She's got nasty. <laughs> well, uh, we so didn't have a paranormal encounter, but I that disagree. doesn't mean others haven't. We also went at three in the afternoon. It's true. So, Well, I mean, you kerplunked, well, you, you chucked four rocks. Yeah. You kerplunked, three kerplunked, one was a maybe. One, it was, three were like, had fallen off the back of a of a like truck they were honkers and one was like the size of an acorn and that one we couldn't hear hit the water so you Wait, tell me it what was that a, means. it was a, a quieter was kerplunk yeah it was a quieter kerplunk for sure but you we also used um the evp on your phone we did i, I did the um our ghost app mm-hmm. i love my ghost app oh. which we have it's a hundred percent it's detected a presence every, every time we've, we've used it <laughs> we're just I wonder if this is legit. I mean, and I was like, no. 
We downloaded it on your iPhone. Uh, I'm sorry. I paid three ninety nine for this, so uh, I'd like to get my money's worth. Sure. Um, we need to get see. our $90 out of the spirit box. I'm going to get a screwdriver. We're using that. <laughs> the video. Here's the thing. We heard Bette Miller. I feel like I had an experience today. But when I looked at that, I, that wasn't in any reviews I read. <laughs> that screwdriver. But the, to be fair, the YouTube video is titled, How to Alter the Spirit Box to be More Legit Just Like Zach Bagans. That's true. Yeah. So take that as you will. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it said we had a female ghost mm-hmm. who's, uh, what's that sign? Oh, I don't know. It tells you their <laughs> astrological what sign, which, M. why do we need to know that? I don't know. Um, I guess maybe to see if we match with them for a good match. <laughs> what's the one that looks like? You don't like, want to, like, engage. It looks like an M with a little curly Q. Scorpio. Oh, you're a Scorpio, Who's me? It oh, said no, if, are you a Sagittarius? I'm no, you're a Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. Bitter, jealous, horny. <laughs> Holds a grudge. Yeah. Me. Um, what, what were the words on that one? All those. Tom. Tommy. You've exploited. Oh, God. Flourish and bean, but with two E's, not an A. So bin. Bin? Bean. <laughs> bean. We have a difference I'm in glad opinion. we're in Texas. I'm glad we're in Texas. People, ha- people hate on me Yikes. for how I say words. Bean? How, uh, Bean? Hey, what's this? What color is that? Orange? <laughs> it's no, orange. The first dark. time I heard her say that, I was like, what? It orange? What do, what do you say? You eat, you, like orange? orange? Do you mean like the color orange? Yeah, orange. Orange, like the juice you mix with champagne for mimosas. <laughs> yeah. I'd like some orange juice. Orange juice. It's great. It gives what me What was the fun. other ghost we got? Spirit type was unknown. And the its sign looks like a little uh, square. square. A square with like, it's but the square. top is like kind of curved. Gemini. Gemini. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and its status was lost. Um, this was the one that was right next to us. It says it was point, it was 0.3 meters to our right, uh, which <laughs> that's when you said it was me because you held the phone. <laughs> We and were, lost? What, mm, fair enough. <laughs> Dropped my phone while we were trying to GPS. I couldn't get it to attach. It was a whole thing. Um, this one, the word, the message we received from the ghosts on the bridge with my 399 ghost hunting app was um, Beth, conscious, heart, you be alone. Mm. So, sorry, Beth. Yeah. He's not coming back. It's fine. You be alone. But, well, there were some big-ass spiders there. There was a big-ass spider. That was, was Melvin. That was <laughs> Yeah, Melvin reincarnated. Yeah, if you want to come back, come back as a big-ass spider. There was a weird thing um, with this other app that I got. I, I read these articles, and on the one hand, it says it's very legitimate, and then, on, then as soon as you go to, like, a well documented publication they say it's a lie um so it's rude someone told me this one was <laughs> they said it's approved by sweden's hottest ghost hunters and i was like fuck yeah Ooh. i also think i paid for this sorry for all the charges you're gonna see in the show debit card <laughs> just write them off um but it had who writes who do you write it off the, you they just write do. it off you, you write, it, write off. it off they just write them off so it's supposed to detect motion 
that you can't that's not visible with the mm-hmm. naked eye when i did it in my house it wasn't it i was in my office by myself and so it, essentially it puts dots it plots dots on the screen to tell you how much motion's around you and when i pointed at myself it plotted plotted dots and then when i pointed it around the room it wasn't plotting anything well then today when we were on the bridge the whole entire square was plotted with dots like all over so i think there was something there's some there's some vibes i'm not gonna a lot of dragonflies i'm not <laughs> listen I like to admit when I'm out of my element, and I'm not going to tell the director of San Antonio Ghost Hunters, John Delgado, that he doesn't fucking know <laughs> the fucking bridge with the That's most right. ghosts on it. Yeah. Or so, who was the author that researched 300 creepy bridges? She's like, honey, can you just come to bed? He's like, I'm at 298. <laughs> leave two more bridges. She's like, I will leave you. Yeah, she did. She, went, she drove across a bridge and left. It. She's like, this is the bridge that I'll be leaving you on. It's like, never driving back across it. And that's 300. <laughs> Close. The end. Worth it. Um, I like that he was writing this by hand. <laughs> of course. So, uh, yeah. That's how I assume. Uh, yeah, if you write a tome on haunted bridges, mm-hmm. I imagine it's by, it's by hand. hand. It's by hand. Well, and so there, I mean, it's, it's, as long as you're at the right one and some goon on YouTube's not going to be like, stupid, you're at the yeah. wrong bridge. Um, you know, if you're at the right bridge, I think at the right time, I believe, like you said, we heard Bette Midler because it was three o'clock in the afternoon and that bridge isn't for ghost hunting at 3 p.m. It's for whatever you want to do between the doors of your Dodge Camaro or whatever, <laughs> your Chevy Camaro. <laughs> You know, that's not, there were several cars parked mm-hmm. and it was, it was like a, you know, I think there's a trail that leads to like a nature area, like the parking lot. And, uh, they were there, they weren't like in hiking gear. So I don't. They had the, their onesies on though. <laughs> little butt flaps. Flaps optional. Uh, yeah. well, um, that's the devil's bridge, you guys. That is the devil's bridge. If you're looking for some Halloween fun. Go on out there. Head on out there. But, uh, we're not finished yet. Uh-oh, you got so, it? So, uh. We do this for our Patreon. We do this for our Patreon. A little bit called uh, Judge Christie. And I would like to say my father-in-law who gave me this gavel is in the audience. Shout out George Brown. George Brown. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. George Brown. It says Judge Christie, Precinct 13, Sinisterhood. So um, explain how we like to do this. So normally if we could have some assistance from uh, our, our friends in the tech booth, we need a microphone because we will be asking you all if you have a grievance. And the grievance is usually, uh, you know, you have a tiff betwixt friends or, you know, a lover's quarrel. No bummers. No bummers. Um, and then, you know, we it's, it's a kind of a hybrid of... Uh, are you, am I an asshole? Or, you know, I did this thing. I would like to be justified or chastised for it. We don't hold back. We love you. We're happy you're here. But if you, I'll tell, I'm about to tell a story. I always start us off. I've done, <laughs> you know, when I started this the first night, I was like, I haven't done enough things to talk about. And then you do some soul search and you're like, shit. <laughs> like, wow, I could, this could be a spinoff show. Uh, Heather's, Heather's grievances. Confessions. So I don't have a great, so most of the time in this, I've done something and I need you to tell me if I'm a good or bad person. This one. So this one was, um, it was one of my early jobs that I had. I worked as a receptionist. It was the first gig. That's why I'm so comfortable answering the phone or talking on the mm. phone. Today I tried to call the rental car place and she was like, I would spend 30 minutes on an app trying to text somebody before I would pick up a phone. A thousand percent every time. Um, 
So that I learned how to, you know, answer phones and everything. Well, I worked with a, a gal up at the front. And she was super nice, everything. And um, so, <laughs> oh, God. So I was, this was, again, early young Heather. So I, um, oh, God. How old were you? How old were you? Uh, 20s. 20s, okay. So early, 20s. early on. Um, so I get a, I get a, we're supposed to start at a certain time, whatever, 9 a.m. And I get a call, and the other girl that works with me, and we we're pretty good friends and everything. She was nice. And uh, she's like, hey, uh, you got you to gotta tell them I'm going to be late. And I said, okay, you know, you know whatever. And then... <laughs> I'm sorry. And I feel like you'll relate to her because of what is transpired that led to her lateness. Does this involve a car? She, she in her car? Yeah. So she goes, hi, I was driving to work and it all happened so fast. And I was like, did you get in an accident? And she was like, I had an accident. And I was like, worst oh, kind insurance doesn't I cover know. this. The insurance did not cover it. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And uh, she goes, it's a, it's a mess. It's everywhere. It's a disaster. It's so bad. And I was like, I am so sorry. And she goes, just tell them, just tell them I'm going to be late. And I said, I got you, girl. Like, oh, we're friends. Like, we're cool. And so I had to go into my boss's office, and she was very intimidating. She had a very intimidating haircut. Uh, what was it? Very blunt, blunt haircut, sharp lady. Oh, like blunt uh, haircut. Anna Wintour? Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was kind of like, stank! Yeah, she was a bit like that. <laughs> and um, so I'm kind of a uh, word vomity type of a person. Uh, if you're just one of those people that your friend drug you here tonight, you're like, yeah, I know. I've known you an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> <laughs> begged you for that. So I went in there and I said, hey, I want to let you know that, you know, uh, we'll call her uh, Jenny. I'll say, I'll let you know. Jenny can't, she, she, she's going to be late. Um, and she's just going to be late. And that's what Jenny told me to say. And then... Our boss will, um, I'll call her uh, Marge, and <laughs> she goes, why? And I just went, she, she, she pooped herself. Oh, so you knew, you knew. Yeah, yeah, on she the said phone. it on she the call. Told, okay, so you weren't mistaken that it was a no, car accident. No, you no, no, because okay, I said, okay. when she said on the call, I've had an accident, and I said a car accident, and that's when she said, no, it's a disaster. It's everywhere. Oh, my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I felt really bad, and I was, like, talking her through it. I felt like a 911 operator. I was like, okay. <laughs> I got you. But then she said, please just tell them I'm late. Yeah. But then Marge was really intimidating. It was like one of my early jobs, and I was very nervous. And so when I went in there, and she was like, where's Jenny? And I said, well, she just called. She said she's going to be late. And she's like, why? And I, I panicked under pressure. You could have said anything. She, she, she took a life. I was like, I didn't say anything. You know, I was like, oh, she said, fuck you. I don't know. Anything would have been better than she pooped herself. And then this is. What did the boss say? Oh, uh, you can go back to your desk now, <laughs> is what she said. And so I did. And so then, like, 10.30 rolls around. I'm sure she, like, hopefully showered. And she comes in. And Jenny's like, thanks for covering for me. But then I saw, like, a mid-level supervisor coming out of Marge's office and was, like, kind of made eyes at Jenny. And then Jenny was like, what's going on? And I was like, I don't, that's weird. I don't know. But then, like, we all, like, we, I was friends with a few people, too. You made up a nickname for her, didn't you? Yeah. I can't. It, it rhymed with her name. Her name wasn't Jenny. her Ginny. name wasn't Jenny. No. I'm trying to think of, like, um. What was the nickname? Well, like, like if her, let's say if her name was Patty, we called her Shaddy Patty. I'm sorry. <laughs> was that what her name was? Her name wasn't Patty, but it was similar to that, fill in the blanks. 
I'm I didn't say it to her face. I'm a that bad makes person. It worse. This is like 30 years ago. I'm not that old. This was like you were two at this or four years old at this job. <laughs> I'm not shitty. Shitty. Stop it. You'll never get it. I bet I will. No. <laughs> no. I'll be she's about this all she's night. a nice person. We. She may listen. I don't know. She's got you know. She's married. Got kids. You know. I don't want to like. She's got kids. <laughs> God and now when the kids shit, she's like, I know what you're going through. Oh, yeah. Um, so is your question, are you the asshole? Am I? So to be fair, my boss asked me why she was going to be late. Was I out of line for accidentally saying? Accidentally? Well, it was a Accidentally is like impulsive. tripping over something on the floor. I, I do that all the time. <laughs> um, I, think, I think you could have... Um, told the truth with being more vague. She had an accident? Yeah, she had an accident. Okay. And then... Well, and then I take... She, and then... <laughs> I'll take it. I think... But, but that's not what makes this that bad. I shouldn't have told you the rest of it. It's the... It's the... Now, everyone in the office knows, but did she know everyone in the office Not knew? everyone in the office. It was one Enough of those, like... people to where a nickname was... Just was that's what she then went by. She didn't go by the nickname. It was just me and my friend and another girl, and probably their spouses. I don't know what. What did her name? Her real name? What did it start with? I'm not telling you. I'm gonna figure this out. Was it D? Was it? It's Mulva. Her name was Mulva. Um, what rhymes? What name rhymes with diarrhea? Uh, listen, I've ruined her life enough. I'm not saying it on the air. It was shiarrhea diarrhea. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it was. Shiarrhea. Yeah. And we sang the song when you're driving in your car and your doo doo goes too far. Shiarrhea. It was mean, but it was yeah. great. No, I'm kidding. It was not. But you, you, you just, it's fine. It's Mulva. It was Mulva. It was, was Mulva. Her name, her name okay, was Mulva. I'll find out later. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. Um, like I said, she's, you know, we're, I, I don't want to like run into her, you know, or she texts me. Well, if she listens, I want you to know that Heather did a bad. Thank you. I'll take my punishment. I'll take my punishment. And now the punishment is you did a bad. The judge rules. My, oh, oh by the way, I'm also, uh, my rulings are final yes. and global. And global. Thank yeah, you. I rule everywhere. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for not... I mean, you judge me. You guys, Some people were booing. I saw. It was okay. <laughs> I deserved it. So what we need is if you feel like you, you've done a bad or you are in a fight with someone, another one like Paris and I fight about whether donut is breakfast or dessert, and it's breakfast. It's a hot so. debate. Hot debate. He'll scream. He's like, it's dessert. Um, so something like, you know, a silly grievance or something you have with someone, yell, I have a grievance, and we'll have one of our friends from LOL Comedy Club bring you a microphone. Mm-hmm. So yell, I have a grievance. No, everybody's well, we're scared gonna go home early. Story. Listen, I'm not gonna make a nickname up about you <laughs> later. I won't. I would never. I, that was mean, Heather. Yell. Oh, okay. Cool. Right over here. You have to yell. I have a grievance. Okay. So wait, no, wait, wait, wait. First, you have to. There's. Heather I, really I like, likes it when people yell. I have a grievance. I have an issue here where I have to do things the same way. Like our laptop, we have to sit this way on the stage. Like if this was crisscross, I wouldn't do the show. So it's it throws me off. We didn't say I'm Christy, I'm Heather, and let's get into it, which is fine. I'll let it go. Oh gosh, we'll have to. We'll <laughs> I'm gonna put it, it later and edit back in. Yeah, I, I'll put it in the. So I like now. things. So please yell, I have a grievance, and then we'll have the microphone, and then we'll go. And now you've all learned <laughs> that I'm a weird. God, we got a little okay, weird. Okay, so now just yell it. Okay, so. Oh God. <laughs> I you, have a grievance. 
you have to yell. I have a grievance. It's all I'm going to be thinking about. She yelled it a minute ago. She just didn't have the microphone. Okay, well, so it's there. It's It's there. Okay, the good. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's hear it. Okay, so two weekends ago, I was in Denver. Hey. Oh, so were we. Oh, yeah, that's right. I went to SD's Park. It was really fun. So, were you at our show? I was not. (laughs) We're actually, we're here tonight from Austin. Hey, thank you for driving. You guys need to come to Austin. Well, we don't control it. Okay. We will. But we will one day. So, I was in Denver. I was on this, like, couple's trip with my boyfriend and his friends and their girlfriends. So, you know, they're mm-hmm. not my friends or anything. Yikes. So Sunday... <laughs> that out no, it was, no I'm just... This no, is just yeah, like we, a precursor. Yeah. But I've interacted with these people multiple times. Um, <laughs> these so, people. So, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday, our flight back was delayed like eight hours oh, in man. the Denver airport. Okay. And we got there. At least she had those, that grundle to stare at <laughs> for eight hours. <laughs> it was a terrible... Um, but me being, you know, into true crime conspiracies, I'm like, let me do a Denver airport situation. Mm-hmm. And um, my boyfriend and his best friend, they had homework to do because they're both in school. So they were like set up somewhere doing their homework. But the girlfriend of my boyfriend's best friend, she didn't have anything to do. So my grievance is I asked her to come with me and she said no. What the fuck else she's got to do? Exactly. That's my point. Thank you. You'd rather sit in a fucking chair in the airport for eight hours than, like, walk around and look at some... Actually, the murals were in storage. We were very yes, bummed out. Yes, I found that I'm out. Sure I was found that out too. But I found the gargoyle. You did find the oh, gargoyle. Nice. We didn't yeah. see the gargoyle. It was at the baggage claim in the south entrance. Okay, oh, we were the right. But I talked to a really nice lady at the information place, and she gave me all the information. She had, like, a whole list of all the art. It was really cool. You had a magical time, and she missed out. You know what? Honestly. She's she's the one that missed out. Yeah, it's her loss. So also, that, that's my grievance. Well, what the heck? Exactly. For sure. And good on you for, despite, the, I won't say disdain you have for these folks, but like the <laughs> lack of a connection, you know what I mean, that you felt initially that you were trying to reach out. Yeah. And yes. for someone to be like, there's a Cinnabon, I'm going to sit here. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, she here. was like, I'm just going to buy a book and go read it. So she just sat next to them. Who they were doing their homework. What book, you know what you can what do book, at home? What book Read a she fucking get? book. You what know book? what you can do? Explore the Denver airport. Unless yeah. you live in the Denver airport. What book? What <laughs> I book? don't remember. It was a white book. It doesn't matter. It <laughs> like a white fun. person's book or the cover no, was No, the white. cover was white. <laughs> just some white bitch. <laughs> some, was it Nicholas just some like, basic white bitch book? Because if so, man, what do you think it was? Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. It was thick. So she was ready to be there for eight hours reading. She's like, I would rather get through War and Peace than be. I know. I don't know what I did. I was like, did I do something? And we went to the bathroom together multiple times during the trip. So I was like, oh, we have something. You bonded. Side by side toilet time. You can't beat that for friendship. I I felt safe. I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask her. She's going to come with me. No. She just was like, no. She She pulled the rug out from under you. Your budding friendship. Yeah. And now I feel weird because I'm like, well, does this mean she doesn't like me? Like, what do I do in the future? Like, no, I, I think she's just lame, and she's <laughs> would Boy. rather. She's probably one of those people that like doesn't want to be away from her boyfriend yeah. while he's yeah. just sitting there doing homework. Yeah. So she'd rather just sit there next to him and read. What do you? I, I gotta find out what this book was. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Dude, I saw a lady <laughs> on the pre-pandemic. I was riding the Dart train, which is 
It's like the monorail at Disney World. It's actually the monorail at Disney World is probably nicer. It's our yeah. public transit in Dallas. Public transit. And um, a lady was reading Fifty Shades of Grey, which is fine. You're that's you're entitled to that, but she, man, she was like, Ugh. yeah, she was on that train for a reason. Ugh. She was she wasn't. We were all riding the train. She was riding yeah. the train. So was it a she horny didn't book? Even need to be on that train. Ew. She was like, it I'm seemed like a serious book. I think it so, was. A, like a I will find book. out the title and then like DM it. DM, or DM me. Okay, I would love do. to know. I really got to know it, what it this. It seemed was. like a newer book that just came out. You know, Denver Airport has. They have those like really cool bookstores. Mm-hmm. It was like, from, I don't know. She just there's like, a new book that's like, <laughs> the state of terrorism. Hillary Rodham Clinton. It's oh, like her. It's Hillary Clinton. That new would book. be up her alley. Oh God. Well, okay. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> I got a couple of things to say about this. Well, like, if that's up her alley, uh, if she listened to our episode on the Denver airport, Hillary Clinton is running a whole ring right? under, part of the underground down there. Hey, and I she listened could have to the book. <laughs> Yeah. I listened and I Thank followed you. through. So. Thank you so much. We had the opportunity. We lived vicariously through you because we didn't get to. We, did not. we Googled it. When we got there, we were like, where are these murals? We Googled it. They're in storage because of construction. They yeah. had to protect the murals. They have to. They're going <laughs> to be in, get to see them. Apparently, they're going to be we in storage Lucifer. for like three years. Yeah, man. They That's were good. like. They're, they're waiting until the yeah. end of days to bring them back. Lucifer, we knew Here's because we did an episode. That he is 30 feet tall. There's a 30 foot tall blue horse at the Denver airport made of steel with red glowing eyes, if you were not aware. And a very veiny taint. Big old. Like, the vein, it's like full anatomy. Put some medieval times horse to shame. Oh, to shame. But we knew it was 30 feet tall. But to us in our brains, that seemed so much bigger. And then we get there and we're like, he's like this big out in this field. You Due can to- push him. Federal regulations, you're not supposed to run up on it. It was, um, it was, we would have had to like jump a fence and like it was a whole, whole thing. thing. But when you're driving past it, I was like, it could be, you could make that three times the size. Easily. We were saying on the episode, we're like, 30 feet is too big. It's not big enough. No. Go bigger. Not big enough. And right? e- you gotta, everything, everything's gotta Oh, be you gotta, it's gotta go up gotta in be, scale. Uh, yeah, proportionate. Yeah, you're making yeah, the for horse sure. bigger. The taint's gotta go right along with well, it. Well, the final ruling is there's nothing wrong with you. No. She sounds a bit like a wet blanket. You get extra points for asking yes, someone to hang definitely. out. It and takes a lot to go out on a limb and then to be rejected by the person that you peed with at least three times. Yes. I thought we had a connection, but you know. Have it's you talked point. to her since? I have not. Oh. She's one of the. She's also more on the quiet side, but like still. Yeah, you can be quiet and not a lamo. You can be quiet and friendly. Well, you can be yeah. quiet and you can be in the Illuminati. So. <laughs> also that. She was yeah. like, my that. You know what happens when you say no? If somebody says, "Hey, do you want to go uh, explore this airport? It's all about conspiracy theories," and you say no to that, you're in the conspiracy. If you're an improviser. Get the fuck off the stage. You got to. When you say no, like you shut everything down. You shut the fun down. Say yes. She could have had a. Great time, a great story. She's missing out on a fun story there to tell was eight now. Always hours. say yes. And now eight we're talking hours? about her. It's like eight hours. It's pl- that's plenty of time to explore. That's a work day. That's yes. ridiculous. <laughs> well, final ruling, you're fantastic, and we're glad that you got to get the, the inside scoop. Thank you. <laughs> this scarf has made my hair fall down. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Do your thing. I'm struggling. I was struggling the whole time. And oh, now it's a good? rat's nest I've got going on. But, yes, I'm fine. Who else has a grievance? I have a grievance. This scarf. Oh, okay. Oh, we got a couple, but I saw your hand. So yeah, let's get it. Get our microphone. Get the mic right on up here. Right on front. I have a grievance against dry shampoo because I know that you used it today. All the time. <laughs> Covered in it. What's All your right. name? Uh, my name is Bo. He, him. Bo. Um, so this is the pettiest possible grievance. Love it. Right up my alley. 
I found out a few months ago that when my husband pours coffee into a mug, he always pours approximately eight ounces, regardless of the size of the mug. And I think this is psychotic behavior. <laughs> I told him this and he said, well, this must be why you're so jittery after you have two mugs of coffee. Attacked. So, um, I mean, I, I asked him why, and he said, well, eight ounces is a serving size, and I... Says who? Who lives their life by serving sizes? He doesn't. Starbucks he doesn't. has, like, three in, serving sizes. In sure. No, in no other area of his life does he use serving sizes. And also, when we started dating, this man made a habit of going to the... On mornings, like Saturday mornings, he would go to the cafe across the street from his apartment and get a huge glazed donut and a red eye, which if you don't know, is a large coffee with three shots of espresso. Oh. So I'm what wondering, happened? my question here is. Yeah, what happened? I don't know. It, am I crazy or is he possessed by demons? <laughs> so if he, had, if he had a big gulp from 7-Eleven and he would still just pour, and it's this big, he'd pour eight ounces of in, coffee into that? That's right. That's perverted. That's monstrous. That's perverted. It is. it is perverse. It's perverse. Why does it? So I'll I'll like to relate to you. Paris drinks. He, he drinks his coffee totally black, no sugar, no cream, nothing in it. It I was can't. in. It was in I his Bumble know. profile, so I knew what I was getting into. It was in his Bumble profile. No, it says I drink my coffee black, and I I like his it's, his Bumble profile was like I like to make short films with my friends for fun. I drink my coffee black because it makes life simpler, and I think tacos are more than just for Tuesdays. And I was like, marry me. <laughs> uh, what did yours say? Oh, mine said, I say things into microphones for fun. I'm a lot of fun to have dinner with, but I'll probably spill things. And then in quotes, it said, if that's a veiled criticism of me, I won't hear it and I won't respond to it. <laughs> and nice. I, go, I go, did you know Perfect. that was a Lucille Bluth quote from Arrested Development? He goes, no, I just thought you were like kind of sassy. And I was like... <laughs> Both are true. But also true. So yeah. he, because he doesn't put anything in it, and we have a little machine, a little Keurig machine, he uses a small coffee cup. We actually call it his cup, because I have like 36 mugs, and he has one cup. Um, and so it fills his, it's like an eight-ounce cup. It fills his whole cup up. That's the only cup he uses. I don't know what I would be able to do if he took like a, one of the bigger ones and just had a little trickle in it. Yeah, well, and here's the thing, too. He makes a pot of like 10 or 12 cups of coffee and then he just keeps going back to it. So he wants, he's, so it's not about a serving size. Cause he, he, he's chug a lugging the whole thing throughout the day at the end of it. I have a question. This is is it a temperature? I'm a real picky coffee drinker. Is it a temperature issue? Because if you get a large cup of coffee and you don't drink it fast enough, then it gets cold. But what I, I would love, if, if he's listening, Turn off the radio right now. What well, you could get him as a gift, yeah, is Tiny one of those little hot plates that you get off of Amazon. It's ten bucks, and then you could drink as much or as little, or one of the like a thermal mug. Tommy has a thermal. It's like corksicle or something. Like it's like a coffee mug, but it keeps. It's like a Yeti, but reverse. I had a friend that had an electronic one. I was like, that's too much. You don't need that. <laughs> okay, so, so I don't want to drink out of something that's electrified. But here's the thing, he doesn't like it too hot. Okay, okay, I got nothing, my dude. I got nothing. Here's I, I think, 
I think this is about. I think this is about control. I think this is about control. He wants to feel like he has control over things, and this is like a small thing that he can control. Okay, and and to, yes, I think you might be onto something. And also, he has started pouring my cups of coffee like up to the top. Okay, okay. fine. All right. After okay. you said something of like, way <laughs> a little bit more here. Well, he was looking Don't at me like I was the weird one. I'm like. Nobody does this, right? No, like, we, we're here to confirm for if you. If I knew I was going to have two cups of coffee in a row, I would get a mug that fit two cups of coffee and pour that in there. Like, I, I get a 16-ounce. I get a venti when I go to Starbucks. It's 20 ounces. Oh, shit, really? Venti means 20. <laughs> no wonder I'm fucking... <laughs> Uh, the rest of the day. You're like, I'm well, all that- jacked up. I only had a small coffee. I I'm like, I saw what Vinci means. Vinci does not mean small. Uh, but th- because I'm like, why would I get two grandes? No. Would I get a grande and then go back through the drive-thru and get another grande? No, I'm just going to get one Vinci. It's true. It's more efficient. Do you think, think so. that he likes to walk? Do you, like, does oh, he, he is it a nice, in. you work from home? Like, is it like he's going back to your kitchen or is he just like, I don't want to sit at this fucking desk anymore. Like at work. And it's a good a reason to, get up. to go back to the kitchen i don't even know what his coffee habits are at work oh god oh, it wow. could this could expand what if you go to work and they're like this guy he drinks huge cisterns <laughs> of coffee here and you're like you've been holding out on me at home <laughs> they're like it's the coffee guy hey it's hey. coffee guy he puts a straw in the pot it's crazy at first we tried to write him up but it was hilarious we can't keep a pot full with this guy around and, you know he drinks it straight from the no uh what it, that man the, the betrayal yeah fuck it's weird. Yeah, it's that's weird. weird. That's You're weird right. Stuff. It's totally that's weird. the kind of thing you got to put that in your dating profile. Yeah. Regardless of receptacle, I only that. drink eight ounces at a time. Well, and you then got you're a like, weird quirk like that. You got to be up Or you can be like, oh, I can deal with it. Like, yeah. You gotta, that's the stuff you got to reveal in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. In Final ruling, so you, he, is, he is weird. Um, get him one of those uh, thermal mugs for the next holiday. See if See that maybe. Oh, but you say he doesn't care. You know what? I don't have any answers for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you just got to accept it. Your opinion is affirmed. Yes, your opinion Thank is you. affirmed. All it's right. very strange. Oh, I got it. We got here? Do we oh, have... a very passionate grievance. It's so oh, important. Okay, we got it. Thank you so much. No, this, is, this is really important because I came down here from New York. So. Oh, for this show? Yes. Well, oh, no, my. No, oh, no. oh okay. So, so Never mind. It, it just so happened. It, no, it just so ha- it just so happened. It worked out. It worked out. It just so happened that my work was doing a thing. So they I, paid for me to come I, down here. Uh, You're a Patreon, aren't you? Yes, I, I am. saw yes, your yes, message. Yes. Thank yes. you so much. Yeah. We read them. We read them all. Oh, every yes, one of them. Yes. Every no, my job. One. My job paid for me to come here, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll stay. So did ours. Yes. So I I come from New York, and I'm a very I'm a connoisseur of Tito's, and I'm like I'm coming to the land of Tito's. I am going to enjoy Tito's everywhere I go. Yes, please and, do. And, and last night, they took us, my job took us out to this wonderful bar for like a nice little treat. And I will not name the bar because I do not want to call them out because mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I am a lady. I don't want. What does it rhyme with? Did they shit their pants? Is it if you were going to rhyme it with, it with the type of shit, what would you rhyme it with? What is it? What does it rhyme with? Wait, what did they do to you first? Dusties? I don't Dusties? know. It's called Dusties? The oh, rustic? One of those oh there's Dallas. a rustic in Dallas, yeah. Okay, it's like a chain. never mind. I don't know, whatever. Listen, I said nothing. You didn't say your name, so I they can't nothing. come get you. You can't incriminate me. Yeah. Um, okay, so I was there, and I asked for a Tito's and Diet Coke. Or no, I'm sorry, a Tito's and Dr. Pepper, thinking that is a Texas drink, because... I mean, I wouldn't put I, that in listen, my mouth, but... I know you, listen, you don't have to, Separately, for sure, any day. You don't have to, because... Thank you. I just, I love... 
I love Tito's. I love Dr. Pepper. Here's the thing. We were I'll talking about together. You were saying today Ella dipped a uh, fried PB and J and ketchup. Yeah, she, she dipped did. a caramel apple she, and ketchup. And she you know said what? It was good. You may be a visionary, so fuck me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm not here to be judged for my taste. It's okay. I just we're all good. I'm my. Here's my thing. I asked for Dr. Pepper. I asked mm-hmm. for Tito's. Two things I think are very Texan. They are super. They had neither. <gasps> Whoa! And it was carpetbaggers. Carpetbaggers. Listen, get out of my state. No, I'm kidding. Texas. Whoa, I came to up. you, she Texas. Stood addressing this crowd, y'all. I'm just saying, I came to you, Texas, Thank to see you. you. Yes. And they failed you. And, and right they, to your councilman. I, and it wasn't even that they were out. It was they that they didn't don't carry it? carry it. That's Yikes. insane. Do you know what vodka they carry? Don't tell me Belvedere. Don't tell me Grey Goose. Ciroc. It was Belvedere. It was Belvedere and some random one I've never heard of before. McCormick's. Vox. No, it was like, it, I've literally never heard of it before in my life. Hornitos. Most, oh, that's tequila. It was like something like Claude Monet's Garden of Eden, like, in my asshole. I don't know. Like... <laughs> Now that one I'd try. Yeah. Uh, That's the immersive Van Gogh experience I wish Dallas had going on right now. Yeah. Kiss my grits. Well, they um, damn. Well, a couple of things. Tito's and Dr. Pepper are both very Texan. Um, you know, so are... Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. What are two other things that are super Texan but don't go together at all? Don't say something political. Don't say something political. Don't say something political. <laughs> Some things. Oh, like armadillos and cheese what dip. Are you, what are you? Oh, the rustic. I wanted to know. I'm pretty sure the rustic is owned by like a country singer. Kyle Noonan and Josh Sepkowitz. Is Kyle Noonan? Kyle yeah. Noonan Texan. Tex. Is he from is Texas? He from Texas. He's a bitch. Kyle. Oh, good God. <laughs> Kyle Noonan, if you're listening to this, I we didn't say you were a bitch. I, I, I do but, think you should. But I want you to know. Some people I didn't say it. it. I didn't so, say it. There's only. There's only. That wasn't me. This is bullshit. He's got the blue check on Instagram. I got a big chip on my shoulder. He followers. How did he get No, it's 134,000. Oh, never mind. I can't read. Okay, that's... That's uh, That's 134,000 people who need to understand he doesn't have Tito's at his bar. I know. That's wild. I don't know how you have a bar in Texas and you don't don't have Tito's. Why don't you have Tito's Heather is commenting on a Facebook picture right now. It's an Instagram photo of him and he said, so proud of my guy. He's with his son. He's with his son in this picture. Let's go. I'm going to go to another photo. It's just his kid. It says, oh, he's at Notre Dame. They're bucket Notre list. Dame. I'm going to say he's cool video. This motherfucker is from Texas. Am he's got Notre Dame. Okay, I'm logged in as myself. Tito's. Cool video. He's Why not. don't you have Tito's <laughs> vodka or Dr. Pepper at the Rustic location in San Antonio? Antonio, as a Texan... I am hearing from a Yankee friend friend that she was disappointed not disappointed not to have those two very Texan items items anyway nice video play like you a champion you gotta end it like play what's with your name like who knew him what's your name Oh, that's his wife? Do you know? Like, are y'all friends? What's your, what's your name? I'm going to say you say hi. P.S. Your wife's former roommate (laughs) speaks very highly of you. This guy, this guy's head is going to fucking explode when he gets this. 
the most lunatic message he's ever received also, in his life. Also, best of luck to your son. I hope everything went well. Best of luck to your son. Does this kid play for Notre XO, Dame? XO, Post. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please. Okay, we're going to keep this up. We're going to keep this up for the rest of the show, and we're going to refresh, and hopefully he comments. You know his wife. Text her. Text her and say, check your Instagram messages. <laughs> and we're going to get some answers. Oh. She might have had more than one roommate. He's a douche. Well, if you're listening to this, an anonymous source says you're a douche. Correct that by fixing the menu at the Tito's. Show us how much control you really have. As it says that you are, it's your brainchild. Well, you need to get your child right. We're get it right. sorry. Apologize. As a, as a Texan, I, I'm sorry. I hope. Are you enjoying Tito's right now? Um, yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. So LOL knows how to treat people. Uh, final ruling. Kyle Noonan. The rustic. I'm not going to say boycott until they get Dr. Pepper and Tito's. But if you I'm comment not on say all their boycott. If you comment on all their posts, they'll have to. If everybody tweets him or goes and comments on this video of his kids slapping the play like a champion today totally sign in Notre Dame. We're going to check it later. She's going to be deleted and I'm going to be blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to check it. <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Eventually he has to. You can't it. silence us, Kyle Newton. <laughs> we will be heard. <laughs> we will be heard. You know what? It takes a village sometimes. Right. And this is, this is now our new platform. Working together. We're working together. Get do, do we have time for one more? I think so. Yeah. Think we do. Who else right. has a grievance? All right, you said it. That's how. That's what I like. What? (laughs) Said you're screaming it. That's how. That's what I like. It's short and sweet. Hello. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. If you're gonna Um, defame any uh, businesses, don't say. Give us a fake name. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. You didn't say your name, so it's fine. (laughs) Uh, I mean Sally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's right. My name's Heather too. (laughs) Um, So mine's short and sweet. Just like I like my tea, hey. I like sweet tea. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, which is uh, north of the Mason-Dixon line. Mm-hmm. And when you go to get sweet tea in Baltimore, Maryland, they don't say no. Just like you said, don't say no to things, right? Mm-hmm. Give me sweet tea. So my grievance is, and there are a lot of servers in this room, and I apologize if I offend anyone. Uh, <laughs> but if you are a server and you, I ask for sweet tea and you say there is sugar at the table... Oh. And I have unsweet tea. This happens way more often than it should south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> so when you're in the south, you should expect to get sweet tea. Yeah. But do you know how often I am turned down and told that there is sugar on the table? I, I don't mean to be like, and I'll never go, I'll never be like, where's your manager? Or anything like that. Yeah. But it is really frustrating to be this far south. And you just see them often. silently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I would um, I'd flip a table if someone if I ordered sweet tea and someone said brought me unsweet tea and was like there's some Splenda uh, I didn't ask for unsweet tea that I can add sweetener to I want the sugar shit that you have in the back for sure I need sweet mind. tea and tea you sweetened yourself are two totally different flavor profiles hundred percent totally. Um, I think it's one of those where we talk about it's the tone, much less the words. Mm-hmm. So if someone was like, we would love to accommodate your request, what I can do is I can bring you some, some tea, and then I can provide you with some sugar so you can control the sweetness level. Not like, here's your shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I think they just, and granted, people are busy. I've been a server. I had to do it in a costume. It's not, I mean, that's, <laughs> talk about, 
you get surly when you're dressed up um, in a costume. <laughs> so I've been I've been very rude to people before on the standing up, not sitting down side of the table of the server experience. <laughs> Um, but I think it, it that's that's the issue. Um, also, I will just putting it out there. You're allowed to live your life however you want to do it. But as a person that's worked in restaurants, the tea things don't get cleaned that much. Mm. The cisterns, we just dump it, and then there's not there's not you a sanitation the situation. Is when somebody brings you tea that they clearly made coffee in that pot. Ooh. That happened to me recently. Oh, you can't get. It's, it was, what's that? Bill Miller's? Bill Miller's? Is that a restaurant? Yeah. We're going out. We got, we, we missed what's our flight. So we haven't been here that many hours. <laughs> we went to a bridge and we went to that we, the Mexican food place. A big old bowl of beans. <laughs> With an uh, A, B-E-A-N. I don't remember where I was. But I tasted it and immediately was like, oh my God, what's wrong with this? And my mom was with me and she was like, oh, they made coffee in that. And it was horrible. I don't think you're supposed to mix you're that. You're not because you can't get that. It's like if a cat pees in your house, <laughs> move. You're never going to get that smell out. Yeah, burn it down. Yeah. Um, sell your soul, um, get a demon. I, I, I have down. never experienced this. So I feel like this, well, <laughs> the South has let us down a lot of times. But... I was going to say, uh, your experience with Tito's and the Dr. Pepper, and then you not getting sweet tea. What is happening? I don't know. It's, it's, I'm telling you, the good folks at LOL would never do you that way. No. <laughs> they would never. Did you, oh, did you try to order sweet tea here? No, I had a mule, and it was great. Hey, oh, okay, yeah, good, yeah. good, 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 mule. good, good. Uh, well, I think, you know, it should be that the drinks that are available are listed on the menu. Have you looked at that and then ordered or are you doing like a I just want that and I assume you should have it mm. we gotta take a little personal responsibility for ourselves <laughs> everywhere we go I do it's, all the does time it, did it say on the menu that, did they offer sweet tea as a beverage oh the silence is telling oh no it no but it's a fair it's, assumption it's a fair it's assumption it's the south sweet tea they're if, if, I, if you order from a waiter and you say, I'd like sweet tea, and they're like, cool, no problem, I would assume they're bringing me actual sweet they tea. They have to break not- it to you at the ordering stage. They can't bait and switch you Mm-mm. later. Uh, that's fair. But I think if you uh, ordered you know it and do- it's not even on the menu at all, however, the amount of country songs that are like, sweet tea at every restaurant, or whatever it is, <laughs> the promise... But here's the thing. The promises of the South have been broken. <laughs> so <laughs> don't believe in anything. At the very <laughs> least just take a couple packets of equal back there dump it in and then serve it to somebody you're tricking them what if they can't have equal and they can only have sugar i don't know what is that a thing i don't know maybe (laughs) but the sugar just sits at the bottom see some people can't be having yeah Yeah, that's true it's just blended yeah i mean they're they're in the wrong they're they're monsters george brown george brown has an opinion what George said tea's usually not on the menu. Like at the back when it says beverages, it would say like Always soda. Coke, Diet Coke, yeah. and it does not say sweet or unsweet tea or it just says tea only, and you're left to ask what. It's, yeah. Usually, it's I will say, menu. usually if I order tea at a restaurant, the first thing they say is sweet or unsweet. I just get unsweet always. I get unsweet, and then I add sweetener, I which always is open totally with opposite sweet. of what we're doing here. But I what, open with sweet. You what? I always open with sweet. You like, always then you know so you what? Do you just, have sweet tea? Actually, it's a question. Do you okay. have sweet tea? That's well, fair. Sugar on the table. 
Okay. Oh, it's like a co- consolation prize. Yeah. But it, you know what? They don't do the bait and switch. At least That's they good. let me know ahead of time. I don't just get unsweet tea. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same thing. You know, Adding it yourself is not the same. But it's really not the same thing. No, no. definitely not. The flavor is different and everything. So, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, God, we got so... What restaurant was this? We got... Uh, Heather's Instagram's open. It's, we'll just start commenting <laughs> if you want. She's ready to go. Uh, final ruling... <laughs> oh, the OB, they have, Probably don't, man. I'll tell I will say, I've eaten at the Rustic once. Overrated. Hot take. Uh, <laughs> and too expensive. Um, final ruling, you should, if, if a place offers you sweet tea, it's got to be the real thing. Can't be a make your own a DIY sweet tea, you know? Yeah. It is law. It is law, and it is it is law. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. Thank You've thank been you. such a wonderful thank audience. You. We've had so much fun. Um, they're going to tell you if you're VIP what to do. Oh, for we got to do our giveaway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We have a, a prize for someone on the Instagram giveaway. We had our Instagram giveaway. Uh, a, a fellow won this, and I said, "What name should I put on this?" And he said his a lovely girlfriend's name. So Priscilla Cantu. You have won our Instagram giveaway. Yay! You have won a beautiful, it's a wine glass. It's purple, made by High Proof Designs, and we signed it. So you can come get it if you want it. I, mean, I said if you want it. Get it if you want it. I, that was the tone, not the message. That was more the tone, contained. not so much Apologize. the Apologize. Please, please take this gift with our uh, utmost gratitude for coming today. I'm going to come meet you. Hang on. She's got it. Don't worry. Heather, doesn't Heather look cute in her little Halloween dress? Y'all know I like compliments. Thank you. Thank you. I did it. Had to fill the had to fill the quiet time too. But also, <laughs> I wanted you to have a compliment. Uh, well, thank you guys. This has been so much fun. So much fun. They'll tell you what to do if you're VIP. But for now, as always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Thank you. <laughs>
Peyton Noble, Christine Penny, Megan Ort, Lauren, Cassandra Edwards, Brandon Baker, Bailey Nipper, Kathleen Beers, Emmy H., Kate Malcolm, Daniel Manchi, and Christy Cruz. Thank you guys so much for supporting this show. We couldn't do this without you. We hope we pronounced all your names correctly. We love you so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and keep it creepy. Ha ha ha.